Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting FilmSack. Do you know that your internet service provider like Comcast, Verizon, whoever, knows every single website you visit? Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash filmsack, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. So good of you to come see me, Mr. Bond, particularly on such short notice. If you can't trust a Swiss banker, what's the world come to? Would you like to check my figures? Oh, I'm sure they're perfectly rounded. <laughs> or sour cream. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 480. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Nothing makes a man look more tiny than an itty bitty black boat Dunaway. Look at my little tiny boat. Oh, hi. <laughs> okay, secret agent man, here I am again. Alone in the trunk of another henchman's car, waiting to be discovered, and bam! You dead, Davidov. It's the perfect plan. <laughs> Except it's already been 30 minutes and I have no idea where we're going, and I'm getting restless. I need some action. Hmm. Let's see what MI6 has equipped me with to fight off the ultimate henchman, Boredom. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. What would Boredom's subversive henchman name be anyway? Bore Dumb? <laughs> no, two on the nose. Uh, Mr. Dolman? No, too much to unpack. How about Blase? It's French. Nailed it. All right, Mr. Blase, say goodnight, because it's 1999. Am I stuck in a henchman's truck for an indeterminate amount of an indeterminate? An indeterminate amount of time. And I have a state-of-the-art Nokia phone and a desire to beat my high score on the classic video game Snake. No, I clearly turned and dodged that wall. This game's crap. Hey, we're stopping. Oh, hi, Dadadov. You dead. And now time to roll those intro credits with the sexy silhouetted ladies in game of I think I saw a nipple. Blase be gone. <laughs> yeah, oh, there boy. were plenty of little silhouette nipples in the intro. It's yeah, funny. It's I like... actually have that in my notes. It's funny that that uh, they decided, all right, actually seeing a full on nipple is bad. Unless it's in silhouette, then it's totally right. okay. Oh, and yeah. then it's all good. Then lots of nipples. Keep your PG-13. Lots of I knew I shouldn't have put indeterminate in my intro. I know it's hard. It can Just uh, do what I do. Spell everything phonetically. Nailed it. Right. Uh, with us also, Randy, they call him Helicopter Sawblades Jordan. Mm. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. Yeah, so I know we're just engineers and analysts and and we don't get code letters like Q over there or or the new old man who's probably going to be Q after the old, old Q has his accident, if you know what I mean. But I think we should be given some more respect around here. Well, at least I should. Just look at my three greatest inventions. Number one, that undershirt that you can wear when you have a broken shoulder that will allow you to do incredible feats of physical activity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does have that one flaw where every now and then it just doesn't work and you, you have to wince like you were hurting all along. Uh, 
Number number two, you know that one-man rocket boat? Yeah, I, I didn't make that. But I did come up with the idea to keep it in a tiny indoor dock that's like five stories up and conveniently <laughs> aimed right at the Thames. The the Thames? <laughs> at the river. Look, I'm American and I can't deal with British English. So anyway, number three, the bubble jacket. I made the Q is taking credit for it right now over there, and I made it. They aren't even using it right. It was supposed to be used in elevators, damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> Who I it? love the inflatable jacket, though. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It doesn't make sense, but I love it. No, it really doesn't. I mean, okay, if there's an avalanche, one one example where you can use it. And it just right, happens. right. Yeah, I love it. Just I, the, we gotta be a, there got to be a term for that when James Bond does that. But it's that. when you get on the elevator and you want to be alone and somebody's coming and the doors are <laughs> open and you just pull it and push. Oh, oh, my elevator. So you make sure make sure you do that before they get in, though. Otherwise, no, it, uh, I was going to say wait until they get almost in then it's bouncing right out. <laughs> that was my idea. Right. I love that idea. <laughs> All right. With us finally, Brian, this theme song is garbage ibit. Ah, very good. <laughs> Mr. Bond, now that you've defeated Renard and Electra, it's time I revealed that they were both working for me. It is I, your arch enemy, Ernst Stavro Blofeld, and I've been behind the whole evil plot to control the world's petroleum supply. Now that I've captured you and your little Claire's boutique nuclear scientist, <laughs> it's about time I let you know how I orchestrated this entire plan. First, I made sure that all the people in my casino were wearing lead-lined bras and underwear. Except for the men. <laughs> Second, I created one of the greatest weapons ever used against an MI6 agent, a set of dangling five-blade buzzsaws, and then I attached them to helicopters flown by four blind chimpanzees who cut pieces off the caviar shack like they were slicing cheese samples at Costco. So, before I try to kill you in an elaborate torture device, I want you to know me telling you all this was my gift to you. Which is very fortunate. You want to know why? Because Christmas actually ah. never came for you. No. <laughs> oh. oh, snap. <laughs> oh, man. Well done. That was very, um, it was an evil guy thing you did there. Yeah, it was, it was uh, really, you know, I was uh, working on that. It's, uh, he makes a better evil guy anyway. I hated that he died. Oh, so you didn't bad. like, uh, yeah. It was kind of unceremonious. Robert, you mean Robert Carlyle or? Uh, didn't Robert Car No, not Robert Carlyle. Yeah, wait. Which one was he? Wait a minute. Wait, yeah, Robert, Robert Carlyle. Car oh, I was thinking of Robbie Coltrane. I'm sorry. Oh, Robbie oh, Coltrane. Yes. Awesome guy. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, he well, was, Zukowski was never a bad guy in all these movies. That was the best thing right. about him. But he was Is never that, a good guy either. Like, he, <laughs> he yeah. was like no, always kind a, of a, I'm working for myself, but okay, I have a little heart of gold. I'll help you out. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and like for me, at least the most realistic thing. Thing, is that if you're a spy and you're traveling around the world, you're doing all these spy things, you're going to occasionally have like these wacky people that yeah. you have to work with and you keep crossing paths with this one wacky guy. Yeah. Like I really, I really liked that. And I was sad when Hagrid died. Yeah. Hagrid yeah. shouldn't have died. He was, but he was only there. I think it was only just the two movies. He was in there for Goldeneye and then. Right. Skip. Just Goldeneye and. Um, and but wait, and then, what film? Like, what film yeah. do we watch this week? Is that the other? <clears throat> the world is not enough, Brian. <laughs> oh. And if only if he would have been in a one more movie, he would have had three and three. He would have been uh, three oh. times more than three oh. times Hagrid, 
and more than three times or uh, three times uh, Zark. Oh, it's too bad, it's too bad, man. It's too bad he could have done it. Well, the world is not enough. I think as he could come film. back. I don't think he's actually dead. I think he could come back. Oh, you think mm-hmm. so? Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you think, you think Daniel Craig and this new one's going to just run into Robbie Coltrane? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Okay, right. even better if he ran into that uh, Mississippi sheriff that we saw in a couple right. of movies uh, in the Roger Moore days. Oh yeah. How about how about just a Pierce Brosnan Robbie Coltrane cameo? where they're doing something weird. No, That'd be fine. No, I don't need any of that in James Bond anymore. Like they figured out with the most recent James Bond movies, how to inject just the right amount of humor. Right. Maybe there's a little bit, a little bit too little in Spectre, but well, we in, should talk about, well, and, yeah. we should talk about world. The world is not going to talk about they, that. We, in are, a we are, but this is a good they, comparison. They screwed up all of that. No, I agree. I agree. Up. But they didn't go, they didn't go kitschy and they didn't go straight. They went with lukewarm. Par- it was a, it was a parody. It felt like a parody of itself. And with the new, like I said, with the new Daniel Craig stuff, they figured out how to put just the right amount of humor in there to keep it feeling James Bond, but still make it like, oh yeah, that's believable. Like I could see James Bond kind of being worried about, I don't know, civilians when he's driving his boat through restaurants and uh, right. yeah. down streets and and things like that. Sure. All, Brian, oh my gosh, <laughs> don't you like James Bond movies? All you have to do, all you have to do when you're driving one man boat across the land is yell, get out of the way. You yell, get out of the way really loud and yeah. people get, get out, out of the way. way. There, and that, yeah. there were a lot of moments where I was saying, there's no way the person that he's talking to can hear him. When he's yeah. dangling from the chains, flying down the, is- the channel and saying, close the door as things are exploding behind him. Yeah, Like, close that's the door. The, oh, oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's the best gag in Shazam. I watched that again recently and I forgot about that part where he is facing off against the bad guy and they're like a mile apart (laughs) and and he's monologuing and it's like i can't hear you yes oh yeah there's and there's a ton of examples of that in this movie my my favorite is when uh dr christmas is uh, on one side of a bulkhead in a submarine that's flooding (laughs) oh yeah and she's and she's yelling james and he's like he's he can hear her clearly it's like she's in the room with him it's Mm -hmm. amazing yeah right there's a lot of little uh a lot of little a lot of fakery going on with communication nods and stuff like that. The movie, that's why I don't like the movie very much. Or I think this is kind of one of the worst bond movies because it ignores our intelligence Physics. so much. Like it ignores the audience's <laughs> yeah. ability to discern how things would actually work. For example, when that tiny little boat, which is kind of cool, it's a little weird mm-hmm. looking, but it's cool. When that thing hits the dirt and goes on land, it won't just keep going down the street and up two what? alleys and over to the right. Well, like, it's got I a, mean, it's got it's a, a jet, jet sticking out of it. Yeah, it's I mean, no double jets. Yeah, no it's got way. double jets. But still, I mean, you would think, yes. you would think, since it's Q's retirement boat, you would think you would at least put, you know, like some wheels on it or something. I mean, it's also like uh, just because of friction, it may go for a while, but pretty yeah, soon, Bond's yeah, uh, ass is going to be hitting pavement. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be dragging his ass like freaking Fred Flintstone, and it's not going to work. <laughs> right. So uh, that annoyed me, and 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 yeah. things like that are all over this movie. The, every time that the the helicopter saw blade would dip into a building or something. Oh like, my god! Okay, look, I love the crazy, over the top uh, villain equipment yes. that are in these movies because they, they they've got to rival James Bond's you know, gadgets, right? Because mm-hmm. he's got a whole department dedicated to building cool stuff. So it's got to rival it. But these are just dumb. I mean, mm-hmm. to avoid a helicopter with blades on it, 
Super easy. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could just, I'm going to step step to the but side. Not only that, but when this thing, okay, when it dips into the structural integrity of a building, right? How's that helicopter would just fall on its? It would just go and crash. I would like. I would like for us to actually appreciate that whole sequence out on the docks in Baku or wherever that was. I'm trying. I, I want us to appreciate it because that was really classic, awesome James Bond action. <laughs> Seriously, right? It, it used the car and its weapons. He had to do all of these amazing stunts. Like the 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 terror was real. I was never once afraid on the mountainside with these freaking ultralights <laughs> flying around. Yeah. But a, a helicopter with the, a saw the, like that was the terrifying. Rent, the rental ultralights at that because yeah. there was a little nod to it in there it's like oh we had to return those and yeah. i'm like the henchmen don't have disposable income <laughs> right no yeah he's yeah, like we have to borrow this? this sorry don't yeah. take good care of it yeah there was just kind I, of a, I, like the entire ski i just want to put it out there the whole ski sequence yeah. entirely was just one of the worst ever and i like a good james bond ski thing even the yeah, dumb yeah. roger moore stuff where he'd like have to ski over somebody's breakfast table at a, at and a it cabin. Was, and it was totally a green screen process shot the yeah. entire time. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Even that it's stuff's a, better than this. It it's such bad. a fine, it's such a fine balance. When, when you straddle the line, you have to be really careful with the line and they just weren't careful with the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, because a lot, of, a lot of these things could have almost worked and did work all in other James Bond films. But for me, it just fell flat. Was there anything that and, did work? And maybe for you? that's it. And maybe that's it is that they just tried to borrow too much from other James Bond things and they it did. didn't work. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I saw the ski scenes, I was like, wait, haven't I seen? I'm like, is this where this happens? And I'm like, oh, no. No, that was Fear Eyes Only or, or yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, just having like Judy Dench have her own little like MacGyver time and stuff was weird. Like, there was just, weird, yeah. Weird okay. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. Because I want, like, I want to explain why this isn't in my bottom three James Bond movies. Oh, wow. So, okay. okay. And right. the way I, the way I rank James Bond movies is by watching them from the first and going to the most recent. Yeah. And right. as, as you go, I, I slot them in. Right. And so as a result, you you end up giving you end up favoring the Daniel Craig movies, which you should, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like you exactly. should yeah, you should films. you should because everyone compares them to what came before. That's how that's how I think you should rank these movies. Yeah. So by the time I get to this one, I've already established two absolute gutter movies before I get here that this is better than. And then of course, immediately after this movie is die another day, which this is better than. So, uh, the, uh, those two are, uh, uh, diamonds are forever, uh, right. which is the return of Sean Connery. Like he's too yeah, old yeah. To, to be this part. And I actually like a, that one. It's a, it's a horrible movie, but then uh, view to a kill <laughs> is, is my worst, uh, like view to a kill. Worst James Bond movie. I, that I one too. can't get under that. And again, it's because Roger Moore was too old. So apparently I have a thing of a problem with old people, you know? So it's like when we get to the scene where M is in uh, uh, her, her museum quality jail cell. I love right, that she's like right. surrounded by priceless artifacts or something. I don't know why I love that. But when we get to that, I'm like, okay, do I just hate old people being in these movies? Cause I'm right. digging this. I think this is cool. She's trying to, She's trying to rope herself a stool with a clock on it. (laughs) I don't know why. I love it. I hated that because when James finally did come and saved her, he hits the door 
and just makes it so she can get out. And then when she's out and he runs past her, it's almost like she's a ghost. No one's even seeing that she's there. Her right. like deer in the headlights like Look, role this entire movie does. drove me mm-hmm. crazy because in the newer stuff, she's a highlight, man. She's one of the reasons <clears throat> I like the modern bonds because her her interactions with Daniel Craig in particular are great. There's a certain sort of stoicism and Judy Dench is awesome. She's a freaking international treasure. I just love her. But yeah. in this, she is poorly used. You guys she screwed is. it up. It's bad. Hey, man, if you have John Cleese in your film and you don't use them to greater comedic effect than what they did here, shame on Yeah, you. what do they do? You got one of the greatest I, comedic well, minds and performers of all time. I can't explain that. Him being a bumbling idiot when he's first introduced is so weird to me. Yeah. Because right. to be to be the, the MI6 quartermaster, which he is, he is about to be, right? That means mm-hmm. you're amazing. You're a really smart person, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the regular Q, Doug Llewellyn, was always... He was always the straight man to Bond's uh, uh, jokiness, right? It's like, do right. pay attention, Mister Bond, and yeah. right, right, whatever. Yeah. And uh, you want that that character needs to be a trustable source of yes, this equipment is going to work. You're gonna, it's going to work for you when you need it. And having right. bumbling John Cleese makes you feel like, oh, which I don't is, know if I can trust the watch to, <laughs> no, to hold right, my no, weight. No. <laughs> which is why it's so weird when after Casino Royale. Q becomes a child. It's just yeah, like so yeah. bizarre. You know, I still can't get over that. It's like the thing that knocks down all those later Daniel Craig movies for me is that Q is this kid. Well, it's he's like, yeah, kid in his 20s, but yeah. It, he's young. Yeah. I, I mean, I, <laughs> but I think you'd have that these days, right? I mean, you'd, you'd have the tech whiz, your IT guy at the, at the software place is going to be this kids straight so out of college is the is issue for you in all james bond films <laughs> yeah it seems like it's, it's, a, it's the thing yeah, we're getting at right. yeah yeah it is so be the appropriate age or get Judy off the Dench is too old and this old guy's this. too young damn it right, by the way i just i just looked it up ben wishaw was born in 1980 oh so he's <laughs> unbelievable yeah that's weird do you know who uh do you know who was almost 50 in this film when denise richards held a photo up and said He's not so and so. This is an old man of sixty, and I went, "Yeah, he is. He's almost sixty now." We talk. <laughs> oh, but did Pierce Brosnan was almost sixty at the time. Was no, it? he he was like forty eight during the forty seven, forty eight during the uh, filming. But she acts okay. like uh, the the other guy was like like sixty two or something. Yeah, he's an old man. I mean, she's supposed to be like in the, her twenties. There's no way that she would be like she was twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at yeah. the time, and by the way, her IMDb photo is the winner for me for the weird photo of the week because she looks <laughs> like a robot that's about she to. She looks eat a me. little, a little shiny. Yeah, it's really <laughs> scary. So photo. Denise Richards any guff because it is hard. Yeah, to, I thought, uh, I, that, that it is a, hard to be known for one thing being attractive and then losing that attractiveness as you get older and then trying to convince people that you have other skills. And other I think things. she's still she's still attractive. That photo doesn't. Do her justice, but uh, she's right. she's currently I'm sorry. on one I, of the I, I, she's currently on one of the Real Housewives shows. So every once in a right. while, I come into the come into the living room, and Tina's watching. Like, oh, Denise Richards. She's like, yeah, like, oh yeah, okay, cool. She looks okay. I'm not saying she's not still attractive. I'm just saying that her height of her uh, oh yeah pinnacle right. was was yes. was was she quiet. with Charlie Sheen right now at 28? With oh this? God, no. Oh, no, oh judge no. No, I don't mean now. Now, <laughs> no, I mean at the time this was being made. I think this is like full Sheen time, wasn't it? Probably, right. yeah. Yeah, she was. She didn't she, know yet. She had that sheen on her. On her. Yeah, right. she had a real. <laughs> this, 
Sorry, Which is funny because in the photo she looks like she's got a sheen on her. Yeah, now. she definitely yeah. has a sheen. This movie, this movie. Uh, never so the, I just want to answer that question. It's no. Um, she didn't get together with Charlie Sheen until after this movie. Uh, they got married in two thousand. What are you like sixty? Oh man, I want to go. I want to warn her. I want to go back in time and warn her and say, "Careful." And she'll say, David Warner, what? And then just, just still do it. Yeah, so when, and, David Warner. And, I, and I looked up, I looked it all up. When this movie was being filmed, she was 27 and Pierce Brosnan was 45. Okay. So the thing about they ruined. Jeez. Oh, my God. They Okay, so first of all. That's a big difference, by the way, when they're in the, in the freaking thermal sex scene at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying, okay, so Denise Richards, Denise Richards. I can't see Denise Richards under Pierce Brosnan's big body. I can't, I can't figure out what I'm most offended by, by this, this character, Dr. Christmas Jones. I mean, Denise Richards, okay, so she didn't do the greatest acting job. I would are you, say. Are you just doing also, under? Are you just doing understatements screwed. today? Because it sounds like they, an understatement. Yeah, a lot of air quotes going on. There today. is a lot of air quotes. I can't they see. really yeah. screwed this character over for the theme they had throughout this film of James Bond always being. So James Bond considers himself somewhat a protector, and they kind of visit this with every character that he is intimate with. He's he's like. Oh, I can protect you. And it's like, no, you can't protect me. And though uh, I'm protecting you, but not really because you're really the bad guy. And then Denise Richards, I don't need to protect you because you're your own thing. But then in the end, she was a powerful character all the way through. Smart, intelligent, uh, competent, able to hang with James Bond and do things. And at the very end, it's like, well, I'm just going to submit myself to you. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Why? Yeah, like yeah. And part, mm-hmm. of the, part of the reason I like this movie more now than I used to uh, part of it is that I actually uh, give some credit to Denise Richards. I used to just write off the whole character and her performance. And I, I saw right. it last night and I'm like, oh, she's actually not that bad and not as bad as I remembered. But what I part of what I really like about this movie now is that it sets up things that happen in like Skyfall. You know, right, which right. I think is really cool that the later movies looked back to a movie like this to pick up some th- some threads. You know, mm-hmm. that stuff's kind of cool. I just think that I think that there's any lines. Worst thing. My my biggest problem here is we've got a capable director. His name is Michael right. Apted, and he is a he's a British dude, and his his credits are everything. It's stuff like. Um, a bunch of episodes of Masters of Sex or Ray Donovan uh, so for recent stuff. Back in the day, he did that Rome show on HBO, which I freaking loved. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, movies like Blink, uh, which is weird. Like, that's a weird thing. Uh, Gorillas mm-hmm. in the Mist <clears throat> is his. Thunderheart. Um, let's see. I love that movie, Thunderheart. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me go. keep going back here. Hold on a second. Oh, he did one of the 21, 21 Up documentaries about the people that keep aging. <laughs> Like, and it was, that's actually even part of a joke that they had about this that uh, they they originally called this this movie uh, 007 Up. Oh, nice! Because <laughs> he did all the seven. Oh, up he did series, all uh, this up series. He did didn't all he? of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got him doing. I mean, that is a the guy's credits are crazies all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. This just felt like he everything got phoned in and done according to a template. Maybe. So it's like, hey, does James yeah. Bond like a bunch of gadgets? Yeah, let's put those in there. Hey, does James Bond do really sexist shit for way to, overboard and do the women submit too easily? Yes, let's do that. Well, like all but that now stuff. you're decrying the entire series. Like, seriously, you're decrying 28 movies. Like, I seriously. So like, just... I guess that's not aging well for me. Also, none of it, the old ones when it would be like that, that sexism or that, whatever that was back then, at least it felt, earnest in a weird way this felt 
paint by numbers. It's like just fill in the space. Right. I think the problem was they had to dull the edge of what James Bond was. It, It felt honest, even though it may be an offensive in the older things, it always felt honest. This didn't feel honest towards James Bond. And I don't think we got there until Daniel Craig. Well, that's and it's what like, I'm saying. Okay, how, can we, how can we make this character feel honest in today's and I'm, world? And I'm not even making a, a moral judgment here or that that stuff is a problem. And maybe it is. I'm saying there, there could be a whole argument or conversation about that on the side. But all I'm saying is those others just executed better. This was like, oh, right, we got to have a part where he does this thing because James Bond always does this thing. So go ahead and just let's, let's put this in there. It just felt limp and like... <laughs> Well, I mean, you you know what's wrong from the beginning when you have to, and I read this in the trivia. Uh, I was curious because I was like, okay, so we had the very few first minutes we had we had the gunshot opening, just real quick, like a couple of seconds of James Bond doing the gunshot, and then we went into our opening scene full of puns. Oh my god, this movie so full of puns. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then and then we had like an action scene. And I was like, oh cool, we're gonna have our little chase here at the very beginning, and then I said, and then we'll do the intro. No. They did a little chase and then they went into another scene. I'm like, what's going on right now? And it's like 14 minutes in. Finally, the intro, the longest passing of any James Bond before they do the intro. And the reason why is because they were originally going to put the beginning after that first runaway. But it was so mm-hmm. anticlimactic that they didn't feel like it was the right time to put it. Uh, so they moved it oh to no. a second chase. So, so it's like they told the entire pre-movie it's like this movie is a sequel to itself right yeah, yeah. Right. And so like there's this whole movie before that ends with the you know with the the thing with the, with him so, falling onto the o2 arena like that mm-hmm. would kill you right <laughs> yeah, it would kill you you're right a little right. bit, a little it, bit. It no, just just my shoulder. Shoulder. Yeah, no. <laughs> i think and i think even the stuntman missed the uh the first set of wires he's supposed to grab and <laughs> grab the second one they said in the trivia that did look like they, they, but I but anyway, I, I, I actually, yeah. I actually kind of liked that, and I got to thinking, like, what if, what if James, every James Bond movie was like this? Mm. It was a movie and a sequel, right, all, all in one. Yeah, you know? yeah, that is a weird. And they thing. did that, like you said. They, they, they had one story. They set it all up. By the way, I started counting, and I got really bored really quick with counting it. <laughs> but there were puns. I mean, oh, this. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to James Bond having a few puns. But this has to be the heaviest per volume. Feels like pun. it. I mean, every they really line of dialogue. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. More, every more. Not, not since some like early. Roger man, even, Moore. even Roger Moore's stuff was. I mean, it was bad, but I think this just really ramped it up. And the thing is, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that clip of pit played at the top of the show. It's like the most eye rolly thing to say. She sets it up, tees him up by going, "Would you like to inspect my figures?" Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm sure they're all real rounded. Shut up, dude. Freaking shut up. Like, that is the most obvious freaking here's a freebie T-ball head I've right, ever heard exactly. in my life. Yeah. So that this movie <clears throat> is full of those. He is constantly quipping them. It's mostly James Bond saying them. A couple of other people. Uh, Robert Carlyle, who I love, by the way. Mm-hmm. Vastly underused in this, I think. Uh-huh, totally. He's R- oh, such a compelling character, right? Like yep. this guy doesn't feel any pain. That's awesome. All right, let's we explore explore. that. Yeah. You, you say you say that they they underused him. However, I want to point out at this point in the series of movies, the scene between Renard and M, where she's on the other side of his little museum prison, that is unheard of. There right. is never a scene in James Bond right. where two people who are neither James Bond get that much time to just talk. It's amazing. Like I was, I was reveling in that, and I was like, "How did I hate this movie before? It's so good in in these moments." Like Apted, Apted, like almost 
breaks the mold in that moment, you know? Yeah, wow. he breaks the mold in a lot of places. Um, and like the character Sophie Marceau, how do you say Marceau. it? Marceau. Right, Sophie like Marceau. Electric. Electric, Electric King. She was, I think, absolutely by far the best, most maniacal <clears throat> character <clears throat> in, in, the, in the movie. I mean, her, her, <laughs> her laughing and enjoying, she's she's such a sadist. It it, it is It is this weird... She has no soul almost. She, I mean, she's she way worse me than tree. Renard. Renard actually has love and us, and you know, it's, it's, he's, he's, you know, but, but, but then it all falls, up, it all falls apart when it's just the two of them. And, right. and when we need them to have some kind of, uh, some kind of arrangement that explains why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, what about this ice cube? Does that make you feel anything? It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. go punch no, that but, desk. How about that? But, no, I won't you? Won't you play the thing that grows Scott out the most? It has to be the the ice swap. Oh yeah, the, the yeah, real ice swap. That is, yeah, that was Gross. that yeah. was not a that was not set up. That was not you know computer generated. Nope. That was a real ice swap. <laughs> Swapping <laughs> ice between these two actors <laughs> is yeah. that is the grossest moment of the movie for me. That just yeah. fouled me up for the rest of the freaking hour I had to watch. So I was like, <laughs> oh gosh, really? You're gonna? Oh, they did it. They swapped ice. Don't they swap ice. <laughs> and then they're just you know joyfully chewing on the ice, and I'm just like, ah, freaking Pierce Brosnan ice. Here's the other problem: is the reason it's grossing me out isn't so much about the act of passing ice back and forth. It's not that big a deal, but what's gross about it is it's Pierce Brosnan doing it. And the reason that's gross is because, and when we get to clips, you'll see he makes mouth noises and stuff. Yeah. Like nobody's business. We we talked about this in uh, Goldeneye or something else. Maybe it was lawnmower man, but he's a noisy mouth talker. And it's yeah. always me. So I just know yeah, he's just he's got like, like he ugh. generates a lot of saliva. He does. Right. And it's all sour and gross in there. You know, it is. It's just a rancid ass mouth. And he's just <laughs> passing a piece of ice around. Ugh. And I know she's French and they're cool as shit like that. But come on. Right. I know she's French. <laughs> <laughs> OK, now I'm starting to feel bad. because I feel like we're tearing this movie apart. We are. I, it's I, garbage. I don't think I don't you think it was deserves all it. bad. <laughs> yeah, it kind of deserves it. I kind of like. That complaint is it goes perfectly with a moment in the movie when Bond ambushes Valentine in his own office. Right, right, right. And, and Valentine says, "Can't you just say hello like a normal person?" And I just want to say, "No, Pierce Brosnan literally cannot say hello no, like a normal person." Not happen. No, it's not in him to be able to do yeah. it. It's a it's a strange strange it's a strange one. And also, this is what the one before the final one that he would do. So right, yeah. the next one is the diamond face Korean conflict. Uh, yeah and then that's it and i'm wondering if they were like looking at this saying you know and maybe he wasn't saying it but but the producers and directors of the the broccoli the broccoli uh franchise family family were saying maybe we should start looking for somebody else (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean at this point (laughs) i'm sorry the broccoli thing never 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 yeah never fails to amuse makes me laugh every time but uh yeah but yeah like they probably were right you're you're in the middle you're at the you're at least at the point where you're thinking about a not a reboot, but you're at that stage of the of the of the switch, right? And you're starting to right. feel it, and you're like, "Well, okay, we got one more of these. We're contracted. Let's do this." Halle Berry's in. Okay, cr- cool. How about Diamond Face? You know, McGillicuddy over there. Okay, great. <laughs> and then they, and then you make your final thing. You hope for the best. And the thing is, they actually got the best. This was the highest grossing opening weekend for any James Bond movie yeah. up we to this were point. Desperate. And then the next one, Die Another Day, did. Uh, beat that so yeah, it's not like they yeah, weren't mm-hmm. making the cash 
mm-hmm. you had to think from the creative side, there had to be people going, okay, we're just gotta, we gotta do something here. It, it, okay. Mm-hmm. So 1999, it was a tough time to do a bond in the classic tradition. And we hadn't, we hadn't really transitioned over to our, which was a smart move. We hadn't really transitioned to our new bond yet. So, I mean, it is, it's one of the, the last ones are trying to pull this stuff out. And I just got to say that uh, Bouillon, played by Goldie, uh, should have been a much bigger character. Who's that? Bouillon, the one with the teeth, the grill? Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, gold, okay. everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy's I, in a lot of stuff. Like, right, such so, a great henchman. He needs to. He needs a good death, not <laughs> not just this. Can we have a tri- can we have a trip alert though? Yeah, of course. Just hammer that trip alert right. button because yeah. because Goldtooth, the trope, Goldtooth. Right is so important to this the whole series, this franchise. I don't understand why every movie doesn't have the gold tooth trope in it, but this right. one, this one nailed it. That guy is fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you know he is, do nothing with him. Let me tell you something no. about him. Though. He leaves He's- the bomb and, uh, and then runs out of the room, and then you know Bond doesn't shoot him the next time he sees him. Like <laughs> no, and then they let him live, and then he's like he's sitting outside the uh, the caviar the caviar shack, the caviar yeah. pit, and then Bond parks his super obvious BMW. I'm like, come on, Bond. <laughs> By the come way, I have my notes. I love how James Bond remote drives his car forward eight feet just to right. run, yeah. just to hop out of the shack and run over. That car was useless. <laughs> it shot one. It shot one. It shot one missile and then got cut up by the. Yeah, but now you can get it for half off. Yeah, it's half off. I'll tell you what was amazing is that apparently you can drive a Rolls Royce out onto some wooden docks and then, and then park it in the ocean and just get out. You can just get right out. (laughs) Well, he's a DJ dude, right? This guy we're talking about. Yeah. Goldie. Yeah. And he's got, uh, six acting credits and a voiceover credit. So seven total, I guess, acting credits to his name. Every one of them mentions his teeth. I'm sure. Right. Probably. But it's like this, he was in, Snatch the following year. That's a great movie. Oh yeah. Um, he was in The Price of Air, which I've never heard of. Never heard of that. Same year. Then The Case, and then a TV show called EastEnders, which was a British oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. A uh, long-running soap opera. Yeah. yeah. And then I Adore You, which was some short, and then another voiceover and some Goldie, some music thing. So not like you know, you could say, oh, they underused him in this. Did they underuse the guy in the world? Like he's just a, mostly he's soundtrack guy. That's his job. He makes a lot of music. And he's, well, I don't think anybody's ever going to live up to Jaws. I mean, right? But wasn't that? Goes, didn't I mean, you feel like this was an attempt, though? Like this was them going, hey, what failed. if we? Yeah, it failed. failed. So I mean, if it was, it was yeah, not a very strong attempt. Is like <laughs> Jaws seemed like a very threatening henchman. Yeah. Goldie's I mean, like, if I if I look at Goldie and go. Boo! He's gonna run over into the corner and hide. Yeah, it. yeah, and leave and leave a bomb. I think the long yeah, hair, that gloriously haired black dude. I can't. I don't know his name, but oh, he had yeah, amazing yeah. hair. He was a cooler henchman. Oh than yeah, yes. he was a cool henchman. I can't wait for him to do something wicked cool. I mean, he looked intimidating, but you know, it's just nothing. Yeah, and Bond just, just sh- shot him to death. It was just lame. Yeah, you're, you're talking about an actor named John Saru. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. And like his credits are kind of like uh, I. I guess he. This is his role. He's a. He's an also does. also appearing person. You yeah, know? he's a he's an also appearing person. <laughs> oh, also yeah. starring. You know what I didn't know? I didn't know that um, at, at the age of eighty five, Desmond Llewellyn. Um, I didn't know he died from a car accident. I thought he just died because oh. he got old. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. He until got I read old. the notes on this. Anybody did? Did anybody feel something when he goes down his his little elevator? Always have an escape plan. Feel, uh, feel something. Did uh, you? I felt. I felt. I, I felt I was being set up for a a thing. <laughs> I was like, I always have an escape plan. I'm like, okay, that's gonna come up later. 
James, could you scoot over about two feet? I need to stand on my little circular platform that descends to the next floor. What's weird is what I felt was was confused because Dunaway had posted a GIF where he reversed it. And so when I got to that scene, I went, wait, he's not coming back up. Oh, okay. Dunaway did some stupid thing here. You're supposed to feel like you're supposed to have 30 years of James Bond all wrapped up in this one loved character and he is going away. He is passing the torch right in front of you. Well, he was supposed to be in the next one though. The torch was supposed to be in the next movie, according to the trivia and this, and he died and then they couldn't do it. So I don't, I don't know if they, I don't know if they they were doing that or not. In fact, I think what happened is we're, we're, we look at that now and we go, Oh, I guess that's their attempt. So we should see it as a hallowed moment, but they were planning on bringing him back. Yeah, I, I, then I, then they would have had him in the last scene. I think I, I really genuinely believe this was their ham fisted attempt Mm. to have a send off for this character. And it's just like, he's going down really, really slowly guys. (laughs) This is not doing the job, you know? (laughs) And maybe Desmond was considering and contemplating not coming back. Maybe that was the thing. I don't know. I, I can't say, but I did, I did. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It was like, oh, no, it's the last time we'll see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, now we know that because he died in a car accident. But I am right, telling right. you, it would not have shocked me if there wasn't a proper torch passing in the next film. Right. Right. Because right. it would have been your last Pierce Brosnan, a chance to end it all there, be done, and then be done. move on there to was a, um, There was some sort of uh, um, video thing. God, I need to pull out the... I do have the box set of all the James Bond movies. Oh, and then I also have the Blu-ray now, box you, set. Now I get oh, more time. Mm-hmm. Oh, please do. I'll take it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like 90% of the box set is really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll own up to it. Yeah. Right. You know, they always release a new box set. Let's see what the let's see what the most recent yeah, James Bond. They at least at least in the box, box the Blu-ray box set I had, they left a spot for the next James Bond movie. So when you bought that on on Blu-ray, you could just drop the disc in there and move the the, the complete up. twenty-three films with Skyfall. Is that is that up to date? Is that no, no? Because no. Spectre is more recent. Spectre is more recent, right? And and in about two months, that's even going to be right. outdated. <laughs> maybe, maybe even maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Summer twenty twenty-one. I don't know. Oh man, Doug Llewellyn had some serious eyebrows toward the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Desmond. Or de- what is wait, wait, Doug hold on a Doug second. Was why do I keep seeing Doug Llewellyn? Yeah, why do I keep seeing Doug Llewellyn? What is wrong with me? I don't <laughs> know, but I just found knows. the I just found the deal of the day for me. James Bond, <laughs> twenty film set, VHS, two dollars and forty nine cent. Wow, two forty nine cent. What? Two forty nine yeah. for the VHS. Yeah, yeah, that's almost Jeez. worth doing just to put put them on your wall or something. You know. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I would do that. By the way, Doug Llewellyn is dead. Aww. <laughs> oh wait, no. He was, oddly enough, he was driving the other car. Oh no! Actually, now that I say that, I gotta make sure that's right. Hold on. Yeah, he died in ninety three. He's not here anymore. He was born so every 19- every time we ever do a James Bond movie on this show, and it feels like we've done half of them mm-hmm. uh we have to we have to talk about what which one's your favorite i just have to ask if mm. that's changed for you if you have you know if you have like been seeing any others maybe you haven't maybe you'd like literally never watch eddie james bond movies but like what's your what's your favorite what what oh, uh, what's the best casino royale's my jam yeah it's just really hard i mean that one just reset my top list yeah. whenever it came out. I so like all of the Daniel Craig. I like Skyfall. I like them all, but I really, really like, I've never seen, um, 
What's the one, Brian? Uh, you mentioned earlier the uh, Spectre. I've never seen Spectre for Spectre. some reason. I don't yeah, know why. The, the Just didn't get around one. to it's it. Not, it. The it's the currently newest one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. currently newest one, Spectre, is the worst of the Daniel Craig ones it by is. far. It is, and it, they they lose a lot of the uh, the the humor. It becomes very dark, and um, it's great having uh, Christoph Waltz as um, as New Blofeld. Yeah. I think that's oh, great. He's so good. Yeah. And I would say Casino Royale. And somebody even brought this up on Twitter today. You kind of have to watch it as a two-part film with Quantum of Solace because of the whole Vesperlin yes, storyline. Yes. So it's almost like I treat to me to be <laughs> that's <laughs> one me. that's one really long movie. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna surprise you all and say uh, Live and Let Die is my favorite James Bond movie. That's funny. That's one of my favorites too. Live and Let Die. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it the, is so Bond, Kananga like and. Uh, yeah, Mr. Big and all that stuff, the voodoo stuff. I kind of, I kind of like the that that always freaked me out. That stuff, and for whatever reason, I still, still really like. I have some decent fond feelings for that, and I really like Spy Who Loved Me when I was growing up. For some, whatever yeah. reason, that one was. Uh, I think it's because yeah. it was, uh, it was just super straightforward and 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 not. How do I put this? It, it didn't like Moonraker was like, what the hell is this? I'm even watching. And then <laughs> yes, like, kind of, right. Moonraker is actually up there on my list just because it is just, <laughs> so it is just so over the top. It well, is spy, yeah. spy who loved me. It has some things that, uh, this movie has, right? So like right. spy who loved me has the whole nuclear submarine gambit. Yeah. Spy who loved me has the skiing stuff, yeah. right in the snow. Like that's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a template for a lot of great bond moments that you really, Realize, oh my god those are all on one film yeah um octopussy has uh has the a name. has a double o agent dressed as a clown who dies in the first few minutes oh and yeah he's the goofiest double o agent you'd ever that. yeah yeah i can yeah, i can never me. get enough of their of the existence of other double o agents like yeah they, like you couldn't you, you couldn't overuse that for me and i love every right. time they they return to the fact that james bond has friends and they right. keep sure. they keep sean getting Bean. killed well, uh, you know sort of. yeah oh yeah sean Bean was sort of a thing but I, th- that's the other thing is golden i have high high feelings about but like i said like we said in that episode and i'm pretty sure i said it then uh, I think it's mostly because of the game. I think I, it's not yeah, really yeah, a good yeah, movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I think we're getting a, we are getting a new double uh, O agent in No Time to Die, and it's possible that um, that that's where the series goes, or maybe a spinoff, or whatever. There's there's expectations. So, mm, so interesting. Up up until about eight years ago, my favorite that I would always say, like my number one, was on Her Majesty's Secret Service, yeah. and mm. because and I always said it's because it was the most pure. And uh, this week, and we try to not bring up mm-hmm. celebrity deaths yeah. every episode of Film Sacker. That's all we'd ever talk about. But this week, Diana Rigg died, mm. and she was it for me. The only person yeah. that ever played Mrs. James Bond. Right, exactly. Only, His like, wife. Like, yeah. like just the on her majesty's secret service ha, just has these things uh, about it that just like i i, I can't believe ha- actually happened in the history of filmmaking the main one being some underwear model from australia getting to be james bond and not didn't do a bad job like he actually yeah, yeah. you know it's, bad. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a good movie for me all the way across but then skyfall came along and that's my favorite james bond movie and and the thing that puts it over the top for me is it, when you're talking about James Bond movies, you have to talk about that song at the beginning. And Skyfalls is the best, yeah. best song 
at the beginning oh, of, a, of a James Bond disagree, movie. Disagree. Disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> I like then, it's, it's fine. Then, There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. I just, I'll take Chris Cornell's thing over that any day. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like that Chris Cornell yeah, opener. It's, it's, it's hard. To and I like this garbage one. It's good. I yes. like the garbage, yeah. garbage one. I, it was I, you know, good. I like the aha one. I don't know if I'm oh, yes. <laughs> alone in that. And uh, before we before we talk about every other James Bond, uh, Timothy Dalton, we got to bring up him because he's um, for me. And, and again, this is just kind of my own personal opinion. From the books I've read, I've read maybe half of the James Bond novels, and uh, um, Timothy Dalton for me was the closest to the book character. To yeah, I read a few of the books too, and yeah. Oh wow! That, that's what I was getting to. Um, Sorry, I just found a picture of Diana yeah, so, Rigg, and back in those days, she was hubba hubba gorgeous, yeah. dude. My gosh, Trace, Tracy Bond. Yeah. Um, anyway, Timothy Dalton also had the pleasure, I guess, of making two James Bond movies in in a time frame where they they seemed to work. Like the problem we we talked a lot about, like the problem with Golden Eyes, that the the movie tries to have all this CGI stuff before it's ready before you should right. really do that mm-hmm. whereas uh living daylights and license to kill those two movies don't depend on anything except you know real real generic action and stunts and car flipping and this kind of thing and uh yeah i think timothy dalton also fits the the role really well it's it's a shame that he only made two movies yeah, yeah. he's he didn't give enough chance i i, I agree i don't yeah, think the means. movies were and he's one of the guys i've loved since then like mm-hmm. loved right. uh hot fuzz is one of my favorite things you need, and, you need to watch uh doom patrol not hot fuzz hot oh fuzz. i've watched some of it hot fuzz it's yeah. good oh right he's in yes that's another reason i need to watch that but he's the professor x of doom patrol basically yeah. <laughs> as he's got i think he has aged better than most of the bonds age mm-hmm. um I, you know there there are some things with uh our boy uh, Pierce Brosnan here, where you go, oh yeah, okay, you know, you're fun after Bond too, but Roger Moore was never fun after Bond. He was lame after Bond, you know. Yeah, and Daniel yeah, except Craig, except when he was making fun of Bond, in, exactly. Uh, Spice, Spice World, the movie. That's a good point. But like in, um, you know, Daniel Craig, who's just about to be past it, uh, is is currently rad in other things, and and you know, I loved him in Knives Out, for example, which is such a weird thing, and I also love what was that one uh, where they were he was in jail. Yeah, and he played this like total redneck. Uh, yes, that was uh, amazing. What was that called? I love that movie. I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, him and Kylo Ren were in it, and other guy. Anyway, right. Uh, I can't think of anyone, but their movie names. So let's see it. Had James Bond, <laughs> Kylo Ren, Kylo and, uh, Ren. Yeah, had the guy Logan Lucky. Is Logan the Lucky. That's Logan it. Lucky. Great movie. Yes. If you've never seen Logan, it Lucky. really is. Yeah, but like I love it when a James Bond ages out of their James Bondness and then does a bunch of stuff that's just great. And mm-hmm. I hope you know they. I, I I hope Daniel Craig gets to keep doing stuff like that. Certainly, Pierce, he's, Pierce Brosnan. Has, he's continuing the franchise. The the Knives Out franchise. They're planning on continuing, oh, really? kind of like the. Murder on the Orient Express kind of thing where, yeah. you know, he just goes and solves another thing. I am all I'm down with that because I love that character. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't seen Knives Out, that is a fantastic. Oh, the movie. only Absolutely. bummer about that is it makes me want more Don Johnson at the stage. And yeah, yeah. that means a story. Too late. Him. Quite yeah. late. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Don Johnson in that. He was so good. Like that. Oh, what a resurgence I had in my heart for Don Johnson after that movie. But but yeah, like that's a great thing. And it's it feels like a tradition. But for whatever reason, Roger Moore just never, never could do it. You know, I'm, you know, Sean Connery did. Mm-hmm. In fact, the best ever. We still have to look back at Sean Connery and just think whose career was the coolest. 
Right. He's still right. Uh, it's still that guy, right? It's got to be. He defined the role. I mean, he did set the uh, set the the template that all uh, all these other Bond uh, actors would kind of fill in. I guess Lazenby didn't really do a whole lot after, but people still think or, or before him. or before or before or, 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 or during. <laughs> or during. He mowed a lot of underwear. Yeah. He did. He did come. He did come through with the amazing autobiographical documentary about. Three oh, years that was ago. a good documentary. You, you need to see that. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that. We haven't seen that. No. It was on Hulu for the longest time, so I'm not sure. Oh, check that out. Uh, by the way, this movie and Sleepy Hollow in '99 were the only two movies in movie history, and this is still true, even adjusted for inflation. That opened the same day and grossed thirty million each in their opening weekends. That's never happened since uh, hmm. or before. Uh, so well done, Sleepy Hollow and this bad James Bond movie. Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. Okay. Can we, can we talk about? I know that you know um, the chat, the uh, chat room. the The <laughs> listeners can't see this, but maybe they'll look this up afterwards. What is this thing you just found and put in our chat, uh, Brian Dunaway? This double oh, seven. Love that? collection that's got like casino chips and cards and that's your that's your secret present for uh for christmas from your sa- secret santa no i, I don't know man I hope, but I, saw this. Comes, I hope christmas I, comes quickly exactly i saw it it's so cool it's a it's a, it's a it looks like a dvd box set and it's got it's got in the middle of it it's got all these great poker chips and cards and everything that. I keep trying I to find other pictures of it. I found I followed I the link you sent, and I can't find right. that thing no. and how right. much it is. Like I don't think that thing is available. Like like just sitting on a shelf to send to you. Right, it's but, on a, It so. was go ahead. Yeah, it was it? I found it when I was doing a doing that, and I saw it in Google Images, and I was like, cool. And I couldn't find a source for it. I was trying to look for it. It's got to be somewhere. Well, here it is. Yeah, you got, there are people that have it. One hundred and forty five bucks on on average. You can get it from uh, f- Amazon. Does a fulfillment on it, so you can get your your you know quick shipping or whatever. Sophie's Movies has it. For one forty one forty four forty five. So if you really want to buy into that, I kind of just want the chips and the, uh, <laughs> the same cards. Do you want to go in on a? Do you want to go on a deal, uh, Brian Dunway? You get all right. the, all the Blu rays, and I'll That's take all the. Uh, Let's do it. <laughs> I'll totally do it. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is. It, it is an amazing thing that never happens enough, in my opinion, where you have a movie or a franchise, but. Just think about it for only a single movie, yeah. and you package a bunch of stuff with the movie for the ultra fan, right? right? The person who just like can't get enough. You're like, okay, then we're also gonna give you a camera yep. in the mm-hmm. box with the movie and this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. Like we got that. a watch with a wire that shoots out of it. There's no way it could hold your body weight, but here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love do, that. Do you guys know how many? What does this make for James Bond movies for us? We've done Moonraker, we've done this, we've done Goldeneye. I'm trying to remember all the stuff we've done. I don't know if we have we done more than those than these three. Maybe that's so. it. Well, three or four. It's hard, I can't actually can't, right? search easily for that because the names never include the name James Bond. So it's right, but I mean, if you do a search for Roger Moore, a search for Sean Connery. Or no, I mean in our right. our film sack list. But yeah, you're good point. It, we could probably it, do it in here. Uh, in our RSS oh, yeah. feed that Quicksackly pulls from. Uh, the description for Moonraker doesn't fit the movie, <laughs> and say? I don't I don't know what the description is from, but it you know so in our feed it's oh, Moonraker. Shit, what and happened then the there? And then the description says a family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where an evil and <laughs> I want to watch that bond. Yeah, so like I I. <laughs> I, Randy, you found a major typo in my history. I'm going to go fix it. That's terrible. I I love that about this RSS feed. Like it, that, it's so huge and and unruly. It like has a life of its own. Yeah, I screwed that up. Wow, how did I do that? That's yeah, really funny. Yeah, it's in the it's in the archive. I'm looking right here. Oh no, in the <laughs> note. Oh, that's weird. 
Maybe it's it might actually be his database because in my um, summary notes on the actual RSS, it says FilmSack 175, the one about Moonraker, and that's it. So, some, there's, so there's no description. Yeah, so I think something might be... Oh, yeah. Interesting. Well, no, see, the one when I look for Moon, I get also the film Moon, which we did this yeah. year. And it says yeah. astronaut Sam Bell as a quintessentially personal encounter toward the end of his three-year stint on Moon. So it's actually correct. So I got to talk to... I was just talking to him today. I'll ask him and see what's going on. By the way, if you're not using quicksack.ly, quicksack.ly, you should be because it's great. And he also added some presets. He has full episode list, watch alongs, and anything with Star Trek in it. Uh, Which is a lot. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's a great, awesome. great resource, and I'll find out what's going on there. Um, I, anyway, uh, we said last time that we are kind of watching the Pierce Brosnan movies in order, and uh, I, I don't think though uh, that we need to sack die another day. I think we can just kind of wash our hands of Pierce Bros- Brosnan James Bond movies. Don't want I've Diamond Face uh, Korean conflict, do you? You don't want that in your life. Fine. He has a stealth car. The car disappears Harry Potter style like a cloak we of invisibility. You know, we don't have to make that decision right now, Randy. Let's, right. let's, uh, let's, you know, let's <laughs> let this uh, digest a little bit and maybe in five years we'll look back and say, okay, I think I'm ready for Die Another Day. I, I said of... earlier that it's my worst. Do you have a worst, uh, Brian Ibbett, a worst James Bond other uh, than Die Another Day? No, that is that is pretty much the bottom. I mean, this one, you know, I felt like it was pretty much the bottom two. Um, Moonraker, we were talking about earlier, is in my bottom three or four. Uh, I really like From Russia with Love. That was the one you were saying was another one that you didn't like, right? From Russia with Love? No, I like that movie. That oh, okay. Diamonds Are Forever? Is that the one? What's Which no, one were you saying? You were saying like the old, return. Old, any time, pick an old one. No, right. oh, it's one. Kill. Uh, yeah, Beauty of a Kill. Roger Moore's last one. Uh, Beauty of a Kill, Beauty of a Kill is, is pretty bad. But I what mean, about this Duran Duran saves it. And, and, uh, that's it. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's such a great the, song. It was a great song. It had uh-huh. like everything. It sounded more like James Bond than it did Duran Duran. But that video came up in my shuffle the other day. Uh, while I was on the exercise bike, and I'm like, this was such a hokey, stupid video mm-hmm. where they interlaced uh, Bond chasing uh, uh, Grace Jones around the Eiffel Tower yeah. with the Duran Duran guys driving trucks yeah. and uh, sign <laughs> me up. It I is forgot. the cheesiest damn thing, but it's so good. I forgot all about uh, that. That's great. Yeah, View to Kill is 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 low on there. Uh, I'm looking through the list. I mean. It, yeah, it's Man, like- I hate I hate throwing shade on Honor Majesty's Secret Service, but it's such a it's such a talky slog that it doesn't have as much of the spy stuff that I'd want. Yeah, but it's a lot of dialogue. Oh, it's it low. a man in a jetpack, and you have you haven't seen anything like that. Like if you're watching this movie in its in its proper context, yeah. you have never seen a man in a jetpack. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it another chance, but that it was low in my I, list. Just it sounds like that. to me that. Even the bad bonds at least have something, at least one saving grace. Is there a saving grace in this one? Is it the mini jet boat? Is there anything that makes this film go? <laughs> the mini jet boat, I mean, it does average. a barrel roll for no freaking reason. Right. Like it, it does a barrel roll oh, over right. another boat. Instead of I, stopping I and catching her, she's like, I'm going to go right, right over your boat. <laughs> actually, actually, his stupid boat driving <laughs> was super distracting to the most, the most coolest speedboat 
navigating yeah. turning that the person in the in the the assassin was in her big speed boat yeah that thing was awesome she the was way cool. she was pulling her around i mean of course she wasn't want her to die because she was cool i thought she was distracting during that whole thing that? was bruce brosnan's dumb water face yeah oh Wee. man Wee. his water faces all through the movie are terrible <laughs> yes. he like he like hates getting he's like uh he's like a cat he hates getting water on his face it's like yeah <laughs> yeah that one I put in the chat just above your post there where he's looking out of the portal hole there is just yeah. painfully horrible. But earlier, so apparently it was his idea, according to the trivia, to uh, adjust his tie underwater when his boat didn't die. I actually dive. like that scene. That I cool. hate that so bad. Okay, Nobody like adjusts it. their tie when they go underwater. That's Nobody. why it's so great. Look how cool James oh, Bond is. It's not cool. It's like I'm underwater. No big deal. I'm just going to do this. However, I didn't understand why he went under there. But then when he got to the fire, he was like, no, I can't go under fire. That's ridiculous. No, that's a Zucker Brothers movie. That's like airplane joke. It, don't do that in right. a movie that you want me to take you seriously. They, <laughs> this is them not respecting my intelligence. No. This movie did not want you to take anything serious. I'm, I want to go back, and if someone hasn't already done it, someone has had to do the pun count in this film. Because <laughs> I mean, there's almost no dialogue that is not a setup and then the delivery. Mm. I mean, if you took out the, all the little jokes, there couldn't be more than five seconds of dialogue. Which leads us directly to the last person I want to talk a little bit about, the incredible Samantha Bond, real real name Samantha Bond, no relation, uh, right. as, as Money Penny. So underutilized in this movie. Like, you get a glimpse of her in the final scene. She's sitting at a desk with the rest of the agency all in the room. Like, But the one scene between her and Bond such an opportunity lost. She gets mm-hmm. to deliver, in my opinion, the best sex joke in the movie, which is where he, he offers her a penis-shaped yeah, cigar. Like right. And she says, I know exactly where to stick it. And right. <laughs> threw yeah. it in the trash. In the yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's great. And she's always been, that character's great because it's the one female character in James Bond movies outside of M in her current, you know, Judy Dench days, where they actually get to put a wall up against his toxic masculine sort of you know mm-hmm. right. ultra spy right. sexual thing. harassment yes. yeah and it's great she you're right that is that's a painfully underused but i always like it in these movies and that one she was pretty good at <laughs> oh i expect you to push that Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh tiffany Thiessen, by the way tiffany amber Thiessen was uh considered for the role of dr christmas i just wanted to throw that trivia out there <laughs> that'd be kind of interesting uh, that'd be pretty much equivalent yeah it's yeah. kind of a trade <laughs> just i guess a, that once again i'm i'm with I'm with Randy as far as he didn't, he doesn't think Denise Richards performance was as bad as he probably remembers. And I think you're right because it's really hard Mm. to say what you could do with this dialogue because the dialogue they give her, I don't know if anybody could deliver it. Oh, I think everybody could have done. I'm on gibbet team here, but she's terrible in this. She's so terrible. And you go back and half of the stuff, because I fell asleep the first time I started watching this. I told the guys this over, (laughs) over chat, but, um, really started falling asleep when she i watched this late at night for the first time on um thursday and then i rewatched it friday yeah rewatched the second half of it rewatched the second half of it but um it's her it's her delivery of lines like oh well i guess a terrorist carrying half a kilo of plutonium is a really bad thing (laughs) we need to get this back to the lab or someone's gonna have my ass all right now now try to read that in a better performance Try to read those same stupid words. They're stupid. <laughs> They're no doubt it's stupid, but I'll bet you somebody could. 
Um, that, that Easily could. somebody could, and it ain't her. I yeah, it's not her. I oh, come on! Might now. be impossible. I don't I'm know. Trying to find, I'm trying to find the quotes on on IMDb. So that, you would uh, need a hero to deliver those those words. <laughs> well, you know effect. what? Okay, a better actor would say this line's too clunky. There Can you we go. Write it on, on set. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then this do is it on set. You know, and you know, you know, yeah, we're twenty eight's a good here excuse. It is. The world's greatest terrorist running around with six kilos of weapons-grade plutonium can't be good. I got to get it back, or someone's going to have my ass. <laughs> I, I did really enjoy that a lot of her lines were just designed to put you off the problems with with the radiation. Yeah. Like, oh, right, problems right. with a nuclear scientist wearing a belly shirt? Yeah. 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 A lot of her lines are oh like her off off scene. Like she's not you're not you don't see her saying this, but from the side she goes, "Oh, good, that'll be okay. Then we won't get radiation poisoning because they, of the shielding." They like, keep doing that. Uh, everybody, uh, I mean, even uh, even old Renard has to to tell her like a hundred times. Oh yeah, go ahead and touch it. It's fine. It's not really radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> and how would he know? He's the one how guy. Don't you know. know. Right. Yeah. He can hold. He can hold the magic fire rock. You oh, wonder God. if Renard, his character, since he can't feel anything, you think he poops his pants? I mean, because you couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, would you be able to feel it? You're like, oh, oh I'm going to hold it. Yeah. Well, eh, did I just poop myself? Eh, you know, sometimes so you have some have more control than others. It's a fair point, right. though. But uh, I mean, if you didn't feel it, I mean, right. I'm holding in something right now, and you know, only through conscious effort. Yeah. Am I keeping that in? You right. know what I mean? Right. Sometimes yeah. you got it takes all you got. I understand. Hey, Jamiroquai, do you know Jamiroquai turned down the offer to write the main song for the movie because lead really? singer J.K. Great. was not interested? He was like, I'm not interested, whatever he sounds like. <laughs> Future. Now, was he, was he writing or performing? What, what did it say in the truth? It was both. He was going to write it and okay, sing it. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, I think Garbage did pretty Pretty oh, darn they did good. great. Oh, they did yeah. great. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. got to have an orchestra like every band who does it. You've just got to kind of inject some sort of orchestral feel to it. That's why the Chris Cornell one's so good. It's like, yeah. it's it's Chris Cornell, but it's like it's backed so well with guitar, with with electric guitar and some orchestral stuff. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Were well, we fascinated with the theory of uh, Stockholm Syndrome? Is that because I thought mm. that was going to be such a. You know, I you know I thought it was going to be such a you know a red hair. It was, it was going to be it was going to be a misdirection. I really I thought it was going to be a misdirection. I was fascinated at the time they reversed the genders on that thing because yeah, you had seen so many movies up to this point where it would have been the villain and the and the woman who was serving him and kind of enslaved to this concept, and they they reversed it. I like that, but then I start looking at the last twenty years of films and I'm tired of it. Right. Really tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1999, and not only only in all these sexual puns, and only one reference to the Millennium Bugs. Oh yeah, right. that's right. 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 I, I, was, I was like, what? Yep. Not even one. John Cleese got to do it. Yep. One little. One little. That's okay because people, somebody watching this uh, who's born in like 2001 probably wouldn't get exactly. the Exactly. But I mean, yeah. it was 1999. I mean, surely we must have been thinking all of James Bonds. Crap's going to break. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. It just hit me. My son, who's uh, 20 this year because he was born in 2000, he he doesn't have a single clue about that stupid right. millennium bug thing that turned out to be garbage. Right. No no pun intended for today's and Not the band garbage. Not the band garbage. Yeah, the whole millennial <laughs> bug turned out to be all about the band. It was just a viral <laughs> marketing plan. 
uh, turns out. But anyway, yeah, I don't. I mean, ninety nine is close enough, though. And I realize it's twenty one years ago now, and mm-hmm. so it's impossible to say. Well, that was just barely yesterday. But ninety nine is not that different than two thousand twenty. Not really. Yeah. I mean, other than the problems we're having in twenty twenty, that are mm-hmm. you know some some preventable and some not. But but you know what I mean. Like culturally. We're kind of about the same place, right? Ninety nine. I mean, I, no, okay. Here's no, here's. You know what? Now that I say that, I realize that I'm. You know what? I'm taking it all back. I'm I, it all I, am, back. I am going to take it back because yesterday we just, had, we just had the 19th anniversary of 9/11, and it, and it occurs to me that these James Bond movies, when they changed, was the 9/11 shift yeah, is what yeah, changed yeah. it. Mm, because yeah, it was such a right. light hand with the terrorist. It's like, oh, he's a terrorist. Such a very light hand. Yeah, yeah. We, we're aware of terrorism. You know, terrorism they, all the way up till then in films always throw away cartoony, ridiculous, right. over the top dumb. Right. Like I always think of the um, James Cameron movie, the what's it called? True Lies. True Lies had a had terrorists that was just basically, oh, we're going to blow it all up. Everybody get a <laughs> like it was the most ridiculous, over the top, like cartoon character terrorist. Yeah. And then we got hit with that, and we went, oh, that's not what that's oh, like. So yeah, movies aren't going to yeah, do that exactly. anymore. That's, yeah, right. Well, how hard is it to shove a, a, a giant golden shaped bullet into a like into a reactor core? You know, <laughs> you have it to takes be slow. like a little tries. Hard. I'll say. Right. It's hard. You get to keep dropping it, and it, oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah. I got it. I, that seemed. Yeah, that was a bad device. It also looked like a giant. You're right. It looked like a bullet. And uh, I like yeah. that he finally got stabbed with it, and he also got stabbed with the blunt end of with it. With the wrong end, yeah. 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 That'll go right to your Robert Carlyle. You know, it was really hard to play because uh, <laughs> Robert Carlyle, I mean, that was that would be really hard to play um, not being able to feel anything because our bodies react in a couple of ways. In one way, you know, our muscles contract because we've the guy's gotten hit. But then we also overreact because of pain reflexes, right? Uh-huh. So how do you, if you, I mean, it's, it's like trying to play a blind actor when you've never been blind, but we can observe, you know, how blind people act, but mm-hmm. how do you act like someone who doesn't have is, but yeah, I mean, the definition, I mean, is it, is it that he just can't feel pain or does he not have the touch sensation is the question, right? Right. right. So, um, cause like you wouldn't be able to pick up a cup if you right. couldn't have the touch sensation, you wouldn't know yeah. where your, your hand stops and you, you, you know. Yeah, they were Basically. real. They were they were fast and loose with that. The rules around it felt like a haunted house rules, where nobody was really sure what was going on. Because he, mm-hmm. if you can't feel pain, I don't know if this is true. If there are people who can feel pain or can't feel pain but can feel pleasure, so is there a you know yeah, is that, does right. that exist? And and he seemed to not have either. And so he can feel things. He just can't feel. His brain can't translate the the sensation right. into what can it's he meant feel to pressure, be. But not feel pain. Right. Just, it was very very questionable very loose i I like the i like the idea of that's how this very meek looking individual Mm -hmm. is able to be basically superpowered right it's i mean i always thought when i was growing up and i'd hear about people that couldn't feel pain their pain receptors are messed up or whatever um i always wanted i wanted that (laughs) i was like i want that give me give me give me yeah i want to cut my finger and and not know it but then then somebody would remind me no that's bad if you cut yourself and you don't know it then you're bleeding out and you don't know it like you're gonna die uh, right. Or you're going to get an infection that you didn't know about because you never felt it. Or, you know, there's a reason we have pain receptors. Like, it's good for right, you. But right. So it's an interesting concept. I just don't know if they, you know, they could have gone further with that. They definitely could have gone further. Yeah. yeah. Made it better. What would you, you think about the uh, the the convenient chiropractor uh, chair? 
Oh. Torture. <laughs> Look what we found. It's a little twisty knobby right. torture chair. They were digging yeah. around. They found this. Now I'm going to use it uh, on you. And I'll tell you that. It does that look action. like it hurts like hell. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Pierce Brosnan was really choking it up, man. Well, but that's the thing. It's like when that thing is pressing on the back of your neck, yeah. you'd, you'd have a hard time talking and yeah. breathing. Yeah. And and he was still kind of moving around with discomfort, but still going, oh, well, you know, if you just did. <laughs> he was real John. Right. Right. That's also, that. I think, where we get our title drop trope. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah. Scott, Scott is that is that in? Oh, quotes? yeah. Heck yeah. OK. All right. We'll talk about that. Always later. do that if I can. If I hear yeah. it, I try to capture it. Yeah. But yeah, the chair, like it, it felt so right for a James Bond movie, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time you had to really hold your breath on it. Like a- any, any little wrong misstep and you're going to go, come on guys, yeah. come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. This is stupid. It, yeah. It's uh that whole thing. Plus he made a lot of funny va- mouth noises, which you will also hear. <laughs> I can't wait to hear those. Yeah. So many noises. I have a lot. Yeah. I really cued in on them this time. Uh, so I wrote here, uh, where is it? A trope that I'm going to talk about. I don't know what it's called. I have no idea. But I know it's it's got to be one. But every time one of those guys in the light floating craft things, uh, or if they were on the snow, or didn't matter where they were, they all did what I call the Endor crash, which is that oh, yeah. thing where <laughs> the, the, the scout trooper suddenly, he's looking to the left and then looks to no. the camera and goes, ah, and puts mm-hmm. a hand up and then boom. <laughs> they mm-hmm. did like Five yep. of those guys in a row, and they're all yeah. terrible. Hire better pilots, you dumb bad guys. Well, you know, it's all rental equipment. So, I mean, yeah, you're yeah, not going to get the deposit back on those uh, ultralights. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah. totally reminded me of how all those indoor bikes crash. They just like, ah! <laughs> except for the best one, which is the one that spirals into a tree. Like, oh. like it loses one of its veins on the side. That was pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. We should do. We should do that movie. But also, that thing that bothers me about those, uh, and they had a word for them too. It was like, oh, it's parahawks. So they called them parahawks in the movie. Hmm. And uh, and the only thing that, that it did bother me that I tried to rationalize it. I probably spent a good 10 minutes trying to ration, rationalize why when Bond uh, ripped uh, the parachute on, or, you know, the, the, the parachute on one of those parahawks, that it, it, it started sputtering. I'm like, does the engine. Mm-hmm. The gas lines run through it. Why is it going? I, I had the same moment, and my my realization was that the guy flying has right. a throttle, right? And and every time the thing is quivering, he's not able to control the throttle. Okay. All right, maybe so. So he so it's the guy making it do that, and, and right. it's accidental. He's not doing it on purpose. Right, right. Yeah, still not buying it, but yeah, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> my my brother Mark's really into those light craft things down in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. There's he lives in a place where it's not yet illegal to fly those in areas that are somewhat populated. Um, that's probably a limited time only because eventually nobody wants that to fall in their backyard. Um, but uh, he loves that thing. Just that's. His. I will I will say this about this film: they did a real good job of convincing me that the stunt people were the actual people. Mm. real good job i i, I oh, was almost okay. unnoticeable that i i never really looked oh yeah i never yeah you're right i never once went well that's a different body type than pierce brosnan right. or hair's yeah. just wrong or whatever real good job yeah that. that was all right and lots were, of stunts none so, of the stunts were amazing but there were enough of them to yeah I, i'll I give mean, them credit i mean there's even like stunts that you wouldn't think that big of a deal but like like jumping out of a helicopter onto you know on onto a ski slope yeah that can be kind of Mm-hmm. tricky i have a vegas not a vegas a gambling question for our resident gambler uh here sure brian sure Ibbett. uh brian Ibbett, tell me is there such a thing 
as you going into a room and doing a high card thing where you just, if it's the high card, great. And if I win, here's a million dollars. And if not, if the pit boss allows it, yes. Okay. The pit boss allows it. Okay. And, and it's so weird. Like Zarkovsky has a casino. Like this is his casino, mm -hmm. right? So he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Right. But when we find out later that it was all just a show, yeah. Of, of her giving him money, I was just like, oh, that's kind of sad. Because, like, it it was part of Zarkovsky's ridiculousness that he engaged in such a dumb game yeah, to right. me. You know, like, I like that they, they took it away from, from, from him. I just didn't like but that. But there's no official high card game. You, you don't no, go to Vegas no. and go, oh, no, Lord, take me to the high card. Maybe in a Vegas vacation with, uh, you know, Wallace yeah. Shawn and Chevy <laughs> Chase playing. But, uh, right. Let's keep it simple. I'll have some blackjack. No, let's keep it simple. I'm like, blackjack. Yeah, you'll That's get into much simpler simple as you than get that. When you play. Oh, yeah, old maid. Yeah, turns out there's a simpler way. Pull a card out, and if it's really high, it, <laughs> it's good. Right. And if it's low, you're done. They should have played. Yeah, it was, they should have played. Guess the number I'm thinking of, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. How many fingers am I holding up? Oh, <laughs> you lose. Thank you. Get out of here. I love that scene. Why don't I just take you in the back alley and kick <laughs> your ass? <laughs> it's not just take your money. Christmas vac or sorry, Vegas vacation is underrated. I like that movie. Yeah, it makes, absolutely. It is. It's dumb. It makes me it's wonder. It makes me wonder if this movie was was running too long while they were filming it, and they knew that, and they couldn't. They just couldn't have a regular poker scene like any good James Bond movie is going to have. Right. You know, right. like because they should have. They should have just had her sit down and play <laughs> whatever baccarat whatever they play in james bond movies they're always a different game <laughs> yeah, you know what right. i'm saying yeah. they yeah. probably just remembered oh we just did this in goldeneye let's yeah, not do yeah. let's not lean too heavy on the on the casino trope yeah right. probably and, and just, you have to have it right you have to have our alcoholic gambling not in every movie addict. i mean but, I, it's not in every movie god it feels like are you sure <laughs> i believe you but i'm just like saying many, it's in many of the movies but not in every movie right, yeah right. that's true i believe you but it just feels like it just yeah, Got save all your has, save all your problem. stuff for Casino Royale. Do that, right? What's, exactly. What's yeah, weird to think they, is this is only five years from that. By the way, like five years from Casino Royale or five and a half, which well, is a, such a difference in James Bondery, isn't it? James, it was only two years difference. But, James Bondery but with the Diamond Face guy. Two years yeah. difference is all. Like that's yeah. just crazy to me that tonally you shifted that hard in just a couple of years. I don't know. Oh five feels like a watermark in terms of i don't know the kind of writing we do for our franchises we're on the we're on the the, cre uh, the precipice of mcu we're about to see the nolan bat universe that fact that same year you get batman begins like i feel like we were about to just i don't know up the game when it came to hey you know these long-running franchises that we keep dipping back into and it's often cheesy and dumb now adults are in the room. We're going to make something rad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Feels I, like 05 was big for that. Uh, this movie had so many instances of the trope called instant death bullet. It like I, I found myself running out of fingers to count this on. Mm. And the reason that instant death bullet is a trope is because you don't always use it. Like when Electra dies, she dies as the bullet is hitting her and she is expired. She is gone. She doesn't have a last phrase. She doesn't take another breath. She's mm -hmm. dead. But when Hagrid uh, gets shot, no, mm -hmm. he's going to be fine for a while. He's just going <laughs> to lay there on his stomach. Yeah. Does I he, love that. Did he have he's the cane? time to help you out. Did he have the cane the whole time? Was that always on his person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he got the cane because James Bond shot him in the leg. Oh. Okay. That's the... 
They talk about that in uh, Goldeneye. Uh, right. Uh, okay. Oh, so, right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So yeah. James Bond kind of saved his own life by shooting yeah, look at that, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. and uh giving the cane yeah that's that's i just looked to see if i could find a list of which james bond movies had casinos there's like a couple kind of hokey lists but then i found like all oh, this collection of like skyfall poker chips and things like yeah, that absolutely. i got distracted but um but the list uh that i've been able to find uh dr no thunderball honor majesty's secret service golden eye um they all play Baccarat, Sick Bow in oh. uh, Skyfall, Texas, uh, No Limit, Texas uh, Hold'em Poker in Casino Royale. And that might be it. Ah, oh, Mads, really Mads Mickelson and his little bleeding eyeball. <laughs> his little bleeding. It's a, such a tell. Oh, I love it. You always know when he's cheating when his eye starts bleeding. That's right. Exactly. Yep. And if you're not careful, it'll get you in You've a dark room. You've got the grossest tell ever. <laughs> You get him in a dark room, he's going to hit your nuts with a bag while you're sitting on a chair. You got to be careful. They agree. Boy. uh, Casino Royale is hardcore, man. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. 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 That movie, that'll stick with you. I kind of want to watch it right now. I kind of do, too. I love that movie. I kind of want to. I kind of want to revisit the game Sickbo. That's an interesting casino game that not enough people understand. When I go to the archery range and I watch a guy fire, I go, Sickbo, dude. Sick, yeah. <laughs> sick bow get it because you know sick bow yeah sick yeah you're both sick bro hey was there a chick in the bucket <laughs> couldn't find a chick in the bucket was hoping you guys maybe noticed something didn't, didn't is notice. it molly hot flash or whatever her name is the uh <laughs> molly hot flash <laughs> molly hot flash the uh the the mi6 uh nurse that uh oh. we, we finally get our first ever introduction yeah, so, our only introduction to yeah. right so he lays he lays her and she is just spending the rest of the movie. She is just on that examination table, and, uh, yeah. mostly undressed, just like panting the whole movie. Oh, here yes. she is. Yes. Oh, uh, Serena. Warm Flash. Yeah, okay, not Hot Flash. Warm. Yeah, Warm Flash. He's not <laughs> like, even like that's so that, like that's better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah doesn't yeah. actually it's improve cool. it much. But yeah, she's uh, Serena Scott Thomas. She's still busy doing all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Yeah, you know what? She deserves the chick in the bucket. Let's give her. Let's give her that. Don't you know it's dangerous to leave a bucket lying around? Yeah, that was. Uh, and that's the other thing you don't see in Bond movies anymore. He's not going to get it on with the doctor for a one-off fling to get to get a better like note right. from her saying she can he can right. go to work. Like, come on. Okay, your shoulder's better. I'll sign it. Okay, you're yeah. fine. Me. Oh yeah. So she's... was Dalton the last Harry Bond? Just curious. <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> Just asking. I don't what know. do you mean, Harry? He's like, pretty uh, hairy. What's his name's pretty uh, hairy. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a problem with his shirt coming off because because I've seen Daniel Craig as, the, exactly. as James Bond, and yeah. I'm now like, oh wow, James Bond looks like he hasn't been to the gym in years. Come on, bright buddy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But I'm, I'm, I guess what I would say to that is, I'm looking here. Pierce Brosnan's pretty hairy. Yeah, he's pretty hairy. I mean, I was, I was, I was shocked. I mean, when, once, once he's the hair gets up to, hairy, but he's pretty once, hairy. once the, once the hair gets up to the shoulder, you've, you've gone too far. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. Right. Keep it to the pecs. Yeah, keep it, keep around the pec area. You know, get a little manscaping. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, this is this was 1999, not 1979, right? I mean, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, okay. Did we ever see this level of undress in, say, Roger Moore? 
Like, yeah, we, they, I, feel like, I mean, uh, J- Bond takes a trail. I was going to say, I was gonna say Sean Connery for sure. I seem to remember yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Sean Connery seemed like yeah, that. Like Sean read Connery. them and weep what I just sent you, boys. Okay, because Connery, Connery <laughs> and Lazenby, they but always had the shirts I that up. from the 70s. You know, sixties, but yeah. yes, but we didn't, we didn't have the clipper technology that we have now, but uh, what I'm saying is like those guys would get fully down to their skivs. Uh, but I don't think Roger Moore was ever anything other than shoulders up. Right. If, if I'm incorrect, someone correct me, but I don't think we ever right. saw Roger Moore go full, like sexy body. God, it feels like we would have been, um, Oh no, that was Sean Connery. Thunderball was uh, Sean Connery. Maybe we didn't. I'm trying to think of like bond swimming. Did he do any swimming in Thailand in uh, man with the golden gun? Uh, who Connery? No, Roger Moore. Was Roger Moore Golden Gun? I thought Roger Connery Moore's was Golden Gun. So, oh no, I just, sorry, Sean Connery was Golden Gun. Yeah. I just want to point out, I right. I I sent now I, I sent the boys here, I sent the boys here a picture of Sean Connery without any sort of manscaping on his stomach, uh-huh. right, and right, right. his belly button looks like a black forest. <laughs> Once you understand that's how he naturally looks with his shirt off, when yep. you see other shirtless instances of Sean Connery, you're going to realize there was manscaping. Absolutely. Es- especially in Zardoz. In Zardoz, apparently someone took clippers and drew a line up up either side of his stomach. And it, yeah. it will it will like stick out to you forever that, that he's... And, uh-huh. and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes in modern viewings of film and TV and... Uh, nobody's ever has any hair ever. And so it sometimes makes me ask and look at myself and go, why am I so hairy? Not ever. Cause there's once in a while they'll do it. They'll be like, Oh, Hey, that dude. in um, oh, I can't think of his name. The guy that's in walking dead plays Negan. Right. Uh, he's pretty hairy. Oh. And he, oh, yeah, yeah, he went yeah. shirtless. He, in he thing. embraces that. Yeah. And he, and there's something about him where it's better that he, it's like, it's like uh, what's his name with a mustache Magnum PI. He can't, he looks terrible without a mustache. Like you have to have right. one on. Why did you send me that framed photo you have at your house, Roger Moore? <laughs> I, had to, I had to take it off my wall, take a picture of it, and then uh, see. He's just shaped funny. That's a weird. That's a, that's as close as we got, and it's because he's weird looking. Look at yeah. him. Yeah, and and, and uh, to clarify, yes, um, uh, man with the golden gun was Roger Moore, but no, no swimming apparently, and uh, no swimming. Here, no. here's the closest. Oh, I found one. You guys are gonna like this one. Okay. <laughs> is it the black and white one? No, this is a color one. This is as close as you get right uh-huh. here. We should, we should. So that's pretty good. Hey, he's clean there, man. He's look at him sucking in. It up. Look at him sucking in. Though. Oh, you gotta suck it yes, in. I'm, totally. I'm sucking. In. You what? You don't suck it in when you take your shirt off, and people take it. I don't clothes? take my I'm shirt totally off. I don't take my shirt off for people. <laughs> I give you one more here. Try not to uh, focus too much on being Please, able to to make out everything head. going on. The head of his junk. <laughs> The head of his junk that you can see clearly, so clearly. Roger Moore is circumcised in this photo, right? So, all right, so we got it. We can't just have this and, and he, not. In, and he looks like show, he's had breast breast reduction surgery. We've too. got we've got to capture this <laughs> and share it with the listening audience. We can't sit here That's your and job. enjoy ourselves and not share. That's that. your yes. job. Twitter at uh, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Right. Uh, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snap all. Of them. I'm gonna put them. In a collection, <laughs> the Roger Moore shirtless collection. Yeah, he's gonna hook you up. Don't you worry. Um, a turd. Is that a tootsie roll? What's he holding? He's eating a turd. <laughs> he liked turds. He was into them. <laughs> he liked a nice, dry, small, compact turd here and there. Oh God! <laughs> how did this? How did we go so wrong I here don't in this know. episode? But I got <laughs> look. I've got, I got. I got clips. Hey, you guys. There are tons of VPN providers out there, and you probably heard of a couple of them. Some of them have been 
maybe, I don't know, some of you have used VPNs before. It's not like the first time to this rodeo, right? But I like to research on my, uh, for my sponsors. I like to check out what's going on with them before I recommend them. I like brands that I believe in, that I can use, that work for me. And I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. ExpressVPN does not log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info, which is great. Second is speed. Tried lots of VPNs in the past. A lot of them just slow you down, make your connection all sluggish. Well, I've been using ExpressVPN for quite a bit of time now. What's it been? Three, four months? And my internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality video with zero lag. And the last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from the other VPNs out there is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app, click on one button to connect. It's so even even your grandparents can use it. It says a lot of you knew my grandpa was like. Anyway, it's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, many other experts rate ExpressVPN number one, the best VPN in the world. I really like it. It's super simple. It's the simplicity that gets me. I don't have time to mess with anything anymore. I got so much other stuff going on. I need to plug and go. That's what you're going to get with this. So protect yourself with the VPN that I trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash filmsack today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash filmsack. Visit expressvpn.com slash filmsack to learn more. So let's do clips. Those are fun. Yeah, let's do clips. All right. <laughs> here you go. I got a lot. I'm going to rip through them because most of them are weird mouth noises. So uh, here's a cigar thing. Story of our relationship. Close, but no cigar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Again with the Pierce. There's the first Pierce Brosnan mouth noise. Enjoy. Okay. There's one. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here's him making a ha ha sound all right here's him lip smacking all right here's him grunting all right here's something about a pipe i don't know what this pipe thing is oh pipe down 007 oh that's what it is pipe down 007 of course here's john cleese ah yes the legendary 007 wit or at least half of it ah get it half wit mm, half wit <laughs> love it <laughs> pretty good john cleese delivery but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but it was bumbly yeah, but bumbly. this is not the character like they they start him off so wrong they have to fix right. the character in subsequent movies yeah that's a good point uh by the way i got a package in the mail this came from uh brian Ibbett's dad not a, not not your mom <laughs> oh good oh, wow. dad. Okay. yeah he's in vermont i think or something so it was, he is, t- yeah. took a few days but he said hey i have additional um, audio recording of, of it of, of my son Brian, little Brian, <laughs> talking to his prom night or date, and uh, I don't have context for this, but this is what you said to your prom date back in the 1980s. Here you go. You're not here to think; you're here to do what I tell you. Now go and put on the coat. Jeez, you were, <laughs> you were yeah, pretty right. pretty it was rude. Cold out. It's like you know, it's it, this was uh, this was homecoming actually. It was cold out and. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want her to catch cold. I understand. Yeah, I'm I a it. very caring date. Right. I, clearly. Wow. Clearly. Very gentle, too. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. gentle. You don't really the tell them cubes. what to do or anything. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, here's a. Cubes are tasty. Here's some mouth noises and sniffing. So enjoy this. You're the only one who could seal her file. Gets a little whistle in the end. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wrote how naughty. Remember, shadows stay in front or behind. Never on top. Okay, but sometimes behind. Never on yeah. top. Uh, that's how the movie ends. Sometimes Q. behind. Or, uh, M. M. Yeah. Q- Z. M. R. <laughs> Whatever number you are now. All right. I have, a, I have a question for you all. First, I'll play what he said. Head to the gully. What's a gully? He says head to the gully. What's a gully? Oh, yeah. Head to the like gully. A, yeah. To the like a gutter. Like a canyon. Or like a, a dry creek small bed. Canyon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So small, like a little down inside. Like a little ditch. Okay. That's a gully. I don't like the term. I've never liked it. Head to the gully. So in Fern Gully, were they in a gully full of ferns? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then on that note, another nasty mouth noise. Oh, gosh dang it, dude. Give that guy a lozenge. It's like he's got a mouth full of maple syrup. Is everybody enjoying their pancakes? (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Here he is, mouth smacking. All right. <laughs> wow, a little shorty short one there, too. I love that one. All right. Chill out, James. Chill out, James. I like that. It's pretty good. Haggard. Chill out. Yeah. Uh, Take your chill pill. Here he is again. Go on, beat it. Scram. Scram. Give him his manny. All right. Beat it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> another gross sound. All right. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Oh, jeez, dude. Jeez. Just open up that maw. All right, no point in living. There's no point in living if you can't feel alive. Oh, and then that'll come up later, so listen for it. Oh, okay. That's how you'll know that, uh, you know, they're, the they're, they're in cahoots. All right, here, witness the flames. To witness the wonder of the miracle of the natural flames that never die. <laughs> <laughs> witness the wonder of the miracle of the thing with the... No, exactly. Oh man, conjunction junction. Right. Totally. Uh, I, I early on I thought, okay, is Robert Carlyle going to have the worst English guy doing a British or a, doing a uh, Eastern European accent? And then I heard Pierce Brosnan try. So here's that. Not often we see someone of your stature here. I go where the work takes me. Come on, dude, you're bad. He's so bad at it. Don't ever let Pierce Brosnan do anything but his natural accent. Okay, give me yeah. a break. All right, look at this. Are you here for a reason? Or are you just hoping for a glimmer? Okay. Yeah. You can't I, tell I, me I, somebody. That'd be a 1999 reference that I was totally like deaf to. It's so like, badly the... delivered, though. Yeah. She what sure can that? read her lines. She sure can. <laughs> she sure can read her lines. All right. <laughs> was that a thing? Glimmer? Here, see the glimmer? What is What is that? Is glimmer, that a reference like to something a, that I didn't understand? Catching a glimmer? You mean, oh, well, glimmer. the line right before it is. Um, uh, you know, we did several tours with her back in the da da never a glimmer. And then she comes oh, up and she follows up that line that she I could just, hear that I pocket. didn't have the closed caption on. I probably didn't understand that he was saying that. Okay. <laughs> well, let's that see. Guy, that guy tried. He got yeah. turned down. Yeah. So he's he's right. decided she's she a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I got the gist of that. Yeah. yeah. Here it is. Uh, the definition is a feeble, unsteady light, a glimmer, a faint glow or gleam, as in a slight glimmering of sense or hope. So there you go. I, I thought there was like a hip term that I was missing, but no, it just sounds like I missed the previous dialogue because of the mm. heavy accent. Yeah, get your shit yeah. together. Come on now. Right, right. Apology. Easy mistake to make with this. And I wasn't about to remember. <laughs> Usually I'll go back. There was no going back. There was no going back. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're not going back. No one goes back. All right, here's Christmas Jones. Dr. Jones. Christmas Jones. 
Okay. Holy crap. Where are we going with that? <laughs> Dr. Jones. I mean, how, how many different ways can you confuse your name? <laughs> also. Dunaway. Uh, Mr. Bigger Brian. gaps. We need you to say that line, but put bigger gaps between everything you say. Hi, I'm Johnson, Scott, Mr. Scott, Mr. <laughs> Dr. Esquire, Mr. man. Mr. Jackson, Johnson, if you're nasty. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. All right, no doctor jokes. I don't know any doctor jokes. You don't know any accents other than uh. your own either. Uh, all right, here, check this out. It's very quiet. You made love to me. Okay, you made love to you me. Love okay. to me. And then he went, to keep, to keep me busy. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hear you. You can't. What? <laughs> you can hear over the mouth noises I was making. All right. He makes a couple what, of good. He makes some sweet throat clicking here. Check this one out. Oh, man. That one. Just, oh, just open wide open. All right. Yeah. Uh, someone needs to defuse this. Wait a minute. Are you going to do what I think you're going to do? What do I need to defuse a nuclear bomb? Me. 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 What are you, are you going to do what I think you're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think, Chris, great. I think anybody could delivered that better. I think, or a lot. I don't of, think anybody. Tiffany Ambrosian could have delivered that line better. Yep, yep. Even with one eye way lower than the other one. Oh well, no, that's uh, that's the other girl. That's Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. Sorry, I always yeah. get them mixed up. Oh, that was, was, She did move to nine hundred two one zero, but she started out on Saved by the Bell. Oh, that's right. I was Shelly Kapowski. That's right. Who's the th- uh, Tiffany Amber's or? Middle name. She only went by thief. <laughs> oh, anyway. Amber is mine. Is my Miss, color of my energy. Tim, what? Thiessen Amber Miss <laughs> Dr. Tiffany Thiessen. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Amber. Amber Thiessen. Miss Amber jokes. Ah. All right. Here is a line from the Daredevil TV show. Here you go. What's the story with you and Electra? Okay. It's just yeah. A- Every time her name that was came for it. Now that that was kind of that was bad. No, that was oh, fine. Oh, oh, are you finally oh, coming, oh, he's back, coming around? Are you my side of the, things? Di- yeah. the dialogue was fine there because it just it was just informational. The reading was bad. Done away. But I, I, I heard a lot. It was it was hard for me to tell because there was so many bad lines. Mm. I'm like I didn't also, know what to blame. And also, what's the is she asking if they're seeing each other? I mean, yeah, it's, Bond girls don't care no. if James Bond's seeing someone. No, right. He's by default seeing someone, and by he's seeing, seeing them, every James Bond is seeing everyone. Yeah, and he only <laughs> sees them in like a one night stand kind of seeing them way. So it's not like you're dating. Just right. know who he is. Do we usually have? Do we usually have the good guy, gal, or good gal with with the bad name? I mean, usually isn't it the bad gal with the bad with the good mm-hmm. name? What does what? that make sense? What do you mean? So usually it's saying. like it's like octopusy. It's like. You know, she's the bad girl, oh. and and she's and that there she has the nickname. Usually, it's the bad girl has the nickname. How who's, about that? Who's the on okay, so, top I lady? Mean, Pussy Galore was uh, was she good? She was good. She was uh, was she chaotic good? <laughs> no, she's not a lot of <laughs> kind of good. Uh, was she? She was well. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, who's the on a top? Who am I thinking of? Someone. Zena on a top. Famke Jansen. Oh, Famke Jansen. Yes, she, she was bad. Anytime they have a goofy name, they're. Is that what you're saying, Dunaway? If they have a yeah, goofy anytime name, they're they have bad? a goofy name for the girl, they're they're bad or they're bad. In, they're in a situation. They may be morally good, but they're really part of the bad guy team. She's like all on the good guy team maybe i don't know yeah and then they really went and then they research. just use like a crappy ripped off superhero name for the bad lady it's a decent point i get it i i'm just asking yeah i, I don't think I there's don't a, i don't think there's a rule here though 
Because like the whole point of giving women really bizarre names in this movie is for Bond to double take and for you to laugh. Like right. Right. Or, or to set up or to set up a joke. I think the only reason they did Absolutely. Christmas Jones is just for the final joke. Oh, totally, dude. That, yes, yeah. Brian has yeah, it right. There's no yeah, other reason your, to call You work her your Christmas. way back. Yeah, you just <laughs> the name, then you work your way you back. You start at the end. Diamonds Are Forever has a woman named Tiffany Case. I'm looking kind of through some of the... <laughs> what, uh, is, what is Tiffany Case? What is it? Because Diamonds? What is it? Yeah. The case yeah. yeah she, <laughs> his uh, Amsterdam contact, yeah, uh, okay. Jill St. John. Oh, uh, right. Okay. But here's the way. Uh, uh, working backwards is the right thing. It's like, hey, we got James Bond naked in an infrared camera. Now what? Right. Well, what if her now name what? was right. Christmas somehow, and he made a joke about Christmas came Presents. early, and then you're like, oh, right. and then work back. <laughs> I like I like that joke even better. Christmas came early. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's better than the actual joke in the actual. It is. <laughs> All right, the dialogue have is we bad. Had any have we? I mean, Vesperlin is kind of a is kind of a. Vesper a nod Lynn. to that, but there haven't. I mean, that's really as as far as we've gone. Bond girl cheesy names in the Daniel Craig era. Oh yeah, they don't right. they don't do it in this, these, and they don't put webbed feet on people, and you know they don't get weird with their villains in the way that they used to and stuff. Although right. I, I thought Javier Bardem was pretty weird in uh, uh, Skyfall. No, yes, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, yeah he was right. pretty weird. The whole mm-hmm. computer nerd, but like psychopath stuff. That all worked for me. But he wasn't, you know, in the old days, it was like, this man has webbed feet or his gun is golden. You know, like <laughs> we lived in simpler times. Bad know, bleeding bleeding, bleeding eye is, uh, is, seems normal to you. It's not normal, but it's plausible in a kind of weird, gross, you know, like it's kind of cool. I don't know. That worked for me. That was no problem. But okay. somebody with All webbed right. toes and then and, and as a result, he has a vast criminal empire no. under the water. That's weird. That's People just, do yeah. have webbed toes, so it's funny that you're offended by that one. <laughs> but then bleeding eyes, you're like, I, I don't know. I just want to. You can believe. I don't know why. We're, <laughs> we're we're running way past it, but I just want to point out to Brian Ibbett that Quantum yeah. of Solace did have a Bond girl named Strawberry Fields. Oh, oh yeah. yes, I okay. forgot the redhead lady. <sighs> yeah, she was all right. Yeah, they, just can't, they can't help themselves. <laughs> Every time we make progress, be well. At least it wasn't strawberry vagina or something, right? I mean, right. It was, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Strawberry vagina. You could you could kind of say, okay, she was born to hippie parents. Yeah, <laughs> strawberry vagine. That that'd be the way you do it. You wouldn't say straight up vagina. I don't think. No. Well, oh, no, except no, that, that one was, time that was like lost octopuses. Yeah. 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 Right. Whatever her name was, straight up vagina. Like the first name was straight a lot up. of vagina. Yeah, a lot of vagina. I think the I think the worst, by the way, is a view to a kill, which has a Bond girl named Mayday. Mm. I don't know why, but yeah. it's just a bad mm-hmm. name. It May, makes no sense. Mayday. Yeah. Well, it's more of a nickname, right? Is it? Sure, but like, uh, our last name is Day. What are we going to name the baby? Let's name her May. <laughs> no, no one ever did that. It's like finding yeah. out when I found out Rip Torn wasn't his real name. I was sad because that's yeah. the greatest name ever made. I like okay. fake names. And the best ever is Diamonds Are Forever. Plenty O'Toole. Plenty O'Toole. There you go. Plenty O'Toole. All right. Here is a dialogue that's very bad. He was a good lover. What do you think? What did you think? You think what I am a good think? lover too? You like I don't care. know. Let's swap ice. You like. <laughs> <laughs> You have ice over there. We can swap it. <laughs> we swap it. See if yours is good. <laughs> it tastes good. Tastes terrible. What did you have for lunch? <laughs> <It tastes> today? <laughs> you have halitosis. 
You should not have had kimchi today. I can taste it on the ice. All right, here is uh, the sour cream line from earlier. <laughs> or sour cream. <laughs> sour cream. Why, what is it? I don't know. I, don't, I must have must. Talking I felt, about like I what you so have with caviar? And I don't think you have. Nope. I, I don't know. Does that mean Do she's you? trash? She means I mean, she's I don't... like, ah, oh, the American doesn't have any taste or something. I, I didn't get that joke. I don't either. know. It's bad. <laughs> That's caviar jokes I don't get. All right, say the name of the movie. The world is not enough. Okay. Mm, uh, so, yeah. not the worst title drop trope. And yeah. the reason it's not is because it is actually the Bond family motto. This right. is uh, this is established 30 years before oh. in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. They're, mm. they're looking at the, mm-hmm. the history of the Bond family and... Mm. The world is not enough is stated is as their, the their motto. Yeah. Yeah, they have a cr- that's way better a- than, oh, that's my little octopusy. Right. Actual <laughs> line from octopusy. <laughs> you know, the only thing I remember about octopusy, and I'm, I'm serious about this, is the beginning of the movie. Weren't there a bunch of like Arabic looking ladies, like belly dancers, throwing saw blades at people like yo-yos? Do I have that in my head right? Like I don't know, but I want to watch what you're watching. That's what, <laughs> I think that's what Octopussy had. I think it had. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I can't, can't remember either. Yo-yo. Yeah, there were like yo-yo saw blades, and Roger Moore had to dodge huh. all these saw blades or something. Anyway, it's all my only memory of it, if, if it's even right. Okay. It might not be right. All right, here's Brosnan making another weird sound. Enjoy this one. <sighs> all right, that's him. <laughs> right. I was uh, trying to figure out earlier why he makes so many noises. And I think one of the things, like the smacking and stuff, I think <laughs> I think he likes to low act. Yeah. And I think the director never wants to like they gotta crank it up. Correct him. Yeah. So they have to like get they have to really mount, you know, bring it up. Yeah. But then when he makes noises like that, I'm like, nah, he's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's more moaning. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Oh wow. <laughs> I think that's when it was around his neck. Oh, yeah, because here's when he opened his presents before Christmas. Yeah, it's like N64. (laughs) All right. Uh, Here he is uh, choking kind of uh, on the thing. (laughs) That was actually pretty effective because it sounded like he was actually almost snapping or breaking. It was like really worrying me. It was making me feel very concerned about him. Okay. well, then mission accomplished. Uh, Here's a great gun and yell. I like that. Yeah, I shot my foot. Yeah, and, and then finally that line. I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Now, what's great about that line is he does the mouth noise with it. Listen one more. Yeah, time. here you go. I thought Christmas uh, only comes once a year. Can you do it without the ah, Christmas coming? And then he followed ah, up with that. Just don't open mouth. Kiss me, old man. <laughs> right. All right. Can I give you? Can I give you a crazy piece of trivia that yeah. I discovered? Yeah. Uh. Critics saw The World is Not Enough at a runtime of 160 minutes. Whoa. The, the version we just saw was 128 minutes. Somehow they cut over half an hour from this movie nice. that oh. we didn't see. What, what Was it significant or just the film? I don't know. I, wonder, I can't, yeah, I wonder I can't find out. I'm looking, looking to see what's on the deleted scenes or something. No, yeah. no, I'm not doing it. I don't know. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> a half hour is a lot, dude. It is. It's it's nuts. Like I, I I could I think the most I've ever seen before is like fourteen minutes yeah. uh, that were that were cut between the you know the critics and the the screen. Yeah. But damn, yeah, <laughs> thirty two thirty two minutes of edits. <laughs> like what what is completely missing from this movie? I'm right, like right. May, maybe there was like an entire action sequence where you know in a place that we didn't need to go. I don't know. Two, oh, that would actually cover two action sequences probably. But Brian, Brian found the buzzsaw sequence. 
Yeah, yeah look, oh it's a yo-yo God. butt sauce. Yeah. See? Oh, yeah, this but is it was, all... it, was Indi- it was male Indians, and now I'm I'm ba- I'm to the part that's about uh, two minutes in, and and man, camel toes a plenty. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> and look at the great the, the sauce oh, like a yo-yo. But she, is she wearing the greatest American hero she costume? She is exactly. <laughs> wow, we need to watch I, Octopussy. What are we? I doing? need to watch by this thing. Yeah, what are we doing? What you know what? Doing? Brandy's right. Let's skip Diamond Face. Let's go straight to Octopussy. Well, that's what sure. I say. Oh, this looks terrible. Look at these. Look at this. Oh, look at the saw. Look out. No, I wish chat. Uh, chat room. Wish people at home could see this. Okay, I'm, pu- I'm posting on Discord too, people. Don't worry. That's I'm amazing. Twitter. That's yeah, my only, that's my whole memory. Are there, no, there are no belly dancers. I don't know why I had that in my head. Boy, our memories are weird. We got to remember how memories are weird. All right, time for this. <laughs> The film's out checklist goes like this. Hagrid is oily. Check. Yeah. That oil pit he was in. Oof, that grossed me but, out. But then uh, he, when we see him next time, he's just totally cleaned up. Oh, yeah. Got a new suit and everything. I was expecting him to come in covered in caviar oil. Yep. I don't know why. <laughs> Man, swimming in caviar oil. That's just the weirdest oh. thing I've ever seen. Right. I uh, never yeah. thought about. Yeah. Yeah. Who would who'd think of that? I didn't even know there was much oil in, uh, involved. Never had caviar, right. so I don't even know what the hell I would do. If it was in front of me, I'd go, what are you giving me fish bait for? <laughs> What's this about? Uh, Robert Carlyle deserves better. Check. And someone please tell Charlie Sheen to get off the set. Check. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I guess he wasn't there yet, but that was my assumption. No truck connections, according to Daryl. Daryl says there are no significant oh, truck connections of any kind. Denise Richards was in uh, the other film we watched. Yeah, Starship Troopers, which is what yeah. kind of like uh, truck? Right. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. I guess that's. It's in space. Hey, Brian's in space and they're in ships. So it's a lot like Star Trek. (laughs) Sure. Okay. A lot like Star Trek. Um, Soundtrack great. I'd give it a BS for bog standard. Uh, The opening song's great. The rest of it is just James Bondy and it's what you expect, but there's nothing special going on here. Uh, So there you Um, go. I agree. I agree. There's there's nothing really special, but I also felt like the, the score was really like good. It fit throughout the movie yeah it's mm-hmm. uh, it's standard Adequate. for bond, bond movie yeah or bond movie all right here's uh the twitter post this is where you guys sum this damn thing up in 280 characters or less let's break with tradition and start with randy the world is not enough a movie full of sex jokes including some delivered by hagrid that literally mm-hmm. ends with a one-two punch of embarrassed people seeing sex and then james bond saying one last sex joke what kind of lowbrow entertainment is this? Like a Saturday night at Epicop. <laughs> there it is. It was coming. Uh, it returns. I could feel it. Uh, Brian Dunaway. The world is not enough. This movie starts with garbage and ends with Bond on top. Oh, James. <laughs> hey, what's that sawing sound? <laughs> Another helicopter. Look out. Yeah. Man, uh, I mean, that's, that thing was so loud. How could they pretend to have a yeah, conversation when there's a... <gasps> Well, at one yeah. point it sneaks up behind him too, like <laughs> right. while he's on the dock, and he can't hear. It. Oh, it's behind my car! Oh, yeah, yeah. you would have heard the helicopter and the saw. Yeah, they didn't trust me. This movie, <laughs> no. they didn't trust me to use my intelligence. No, they trusted me to leave my brain at home. All right, finally, Brian Ibbett. The world. I have two of them actually. The world Ooh. is not enough. A movie that will always be considered a high point of Denise Richards' audition reel. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> yeah, I got it. 
And my second one, uh, the world is not enough. Nobody dumbs it better. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. nobody dumbs like it lot. better. I can hear I got to point out the the best sex joke in the movie, and there's a hundred. Uh, mm. Is is when uh, Doctor Jones says, uh, "I got to get it back, or someone's gonna have my ass." And James Bond just goes, first things first." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You knew he would, and did. Um, all right. Well, now alternate titles. This was almost called A Plot is Not Enough or The Acting <laughs> is Not Nearly Enough. Uh, let's move on to emails. We got one, actually two today. Uh, one of them is from Ricky, and I'm going to read it now. Came to filmsack.gmail.com. He says, for the love of Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy, when, you, uh, when will you sack Transformers, the movie? He's talking about the animated 1987 oh, movie. We have that on DVD. I know. We it's do. amazing. We should. Yeah. Uh, you have stated that you've had the discs for years, and Scott says he loves it. <laughs> I have been waiting since episode one. Sorry if this seems strongly worded. Little pandemic brain going on here. Love the Joe, yo, Ricky Westbrook. Uh, well, Ricky, we do have the DVDs, and we yeah. sh- don't have an excuse. We should just watch the damn thing. It's just funny that he that right before you read the line of his email that says you've had the DVDs for a long time and Scott loves it, we talk about how we had the DVDs forever and you say I love that movie. So, <laughs> just a little, you know, it's reinforcement, not repetitive. It is. Yeah, yes. and, that's how I and when we do sack it, can I go ahead and watch the Michael Bay 2007 Transformers? If you want, what, instead? No, yeah. instead of no, because they're not even close. To. Yeah, they're not even close to the same storyline, so you don't want to. It's not like you'll be watching a live action version a of remake that. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can do that in your own time. <laughs> never, I've never seen it, so I gotta see it. Time. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the Transformers movie. I like. I like the like, cartoon. Serious. Really, the cartoon like, or the yes, the cartoon. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the okay. I mean, it's it's uh, a cartoon that inexplicably has a Weird Al Yankovic animation loop. For like five minutes, mm. it's it's unbelievable. I why don't I remember that? I've seen that mm. thing a bunch, and I love it, but I don't remember the Weird Al Yankovic bit. You don't you don't remember the Dare to Be Stupid music video in the middle of the Transformers movie? No, the live action, the cartoon, the cartoon. Which one? The cartoon. The really? Yeah. Cartoon. I've never seen it, so I'm like, really? This is a thing? I don't yeah. know. I mean, did I push that out of my head? Hold on, Transformers. Is it a cartoon version of the video or is it a live action version of the video in the cartoon? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hold on. Weird Al. Oh, man. I'm finding results. Yes. That, Dare the, to be stupid. The Transformers cartoon movie. Oh, yes. It like it, In the first act, oh, it like no stops Here, I'm gonna and find does it. A, an animated Weird Al video. I forgot this was in there. How could you forget? I that? don't know. I blocked it out. It's been a, it's been a while. I love that movie, but dude, what? <laughs> okay, it's it, it's t- seriously like I. It, it, the reason we haven't watched it is because I've been subtly keeping it up from our list. <laughs> You've been keeping it at bay. Uh, yeah. No pun intended. At bay. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Nah. <laughs> came out. <laughs> came out by accident. Um. Yeah, I, uh, that's super interesting. Well, I would love to do it, but you know, we're, we 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 have this rule here that if one of us, uh, even just one of us, has like yeah, you know, some kind of misgivings, then we don't do it. And if Randy's got, you know, big misgivings about this one, I would totally respect it. But uh, I do love it. I just don't remember this Weird Al song in it. Maybe I never it, knew it was Weird Al. Maybe I just thought it was my. I think that's what music. I think too, because I don't remember. I've never connected the tissue together. So I mean, I, 
another thing is we, you know, we've never done an animated film and we've always talked about what, what would ha- it have to have for us to, to watch and sack an animated movie. Yeah. And I think actually this first Transformers fits that bill perfectly. Heavy metal. Oh, heavy metal. Do, did we do heavy metal? No, but we have the, we somebody sent to. us the DVDs. We need to do heavy metal. I swear we did heavy metal. Nope. We no, didn't know. I didn't. remember doing heavy metal. Yeah. We didn't oh, yeah. That. Yeah, you're right. We totally didn't do heavy metal. Mm-hmm. What the, yeah, we what need the to frick? Do that one. Um, oh, my gosh. I think I figured out what happened. Every description on quicksack.ly is the shining. Only if it's the previous uh, feed. So, like the, the, the archive feeds, there's two feeds there's the current feed with 200 episodes on it. Or up to 200 episodes and everything past that I put in this archive feed so that we're not overloading the feed. Uh-huh. And if you go to any, if you search for any of the old stuff, I just searched for Curl, the one about Curl, the first episode we ever did. And it says a family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter. Where- well, if there was ever a description that it should apply to all movies we've seen, it should be The Shining. It might be that The Shining is the last one on the current feed. Probably. And so something's so this is good. We're bug reporting. It's a bug report, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me after all. It's the damn bug system. Report. All right. Uh, so there's that. We'll we'll consider it. We don't know yet. We're working on that there, uh, Ricky. Uh, next email is from Matt Yapel, who wrote in from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He's okay. at such and such street. Just kidding. I'm doing full doxing here. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, during the soldier episode, you spoke about the trope of teaching the town to stand up for themselves or what have yeah. you. One of the most famous examples which instantly came to mind while listening was Clint Eastwood as the stranger in High Plains Drifter. Oh, that's good. Oh, Love that's the show. Keep sacking. I wouldn't mind uh, sacking that one day, but I'm a sucker for dumb old westerns, so, you know, call that what mm-hmm. you want. But, uh, yeah, that's a good example. And it was very, it's a overused trope in lots of things, but westerns were really where it sprang out on its own and became a thing, so... Because, you know, the Old West had towns to protect and things that yeah. threatened it. And a guy Right, who, and you had limited people, so you had to create a yep. militia posse. Yep, it was easy to fall into that, I think. <laughs> a militia posse. Oh, that's, militia my favorite, posse. that's my favorite girl Bond villain. Uh, <laughs> was mal- militia that's posse. That's my little militia posse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's militia posse again. Anyway, our next film is going to be Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, yes. Finally, after 10 years of content, somehow, some way, <laughs> it showed up on uh, Prime, is it? Yeah. Yes, we're going to watch yeah. it on Amazon Prime. Yep. They're, they're begging us on Amazon Prime. Every time I watch something, you, you might want to watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's super exciting because, uh, honestly, this is one of those. And I never saw it growing up, but it was a staple of the conversation growing up. Everybody mm-hmm. talked about this movie. This, Ice Pirates, uh, what was the other one we said earlier? Um uh, the the Big Russell. Trouble in Little China. Oh, oh yeah, Big, Big Trouble in Little China. China. Yeah. These all kind of occupied the same brain space when I was pretty young, and and friends would always say, "Oh, you got to see this, you got to see that," and I never saw this one, and I don't know why, but here's our chance to finally uh, watch and see and share with you our impressions of the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, available on Amazon oh, yeah. Prime Video. I can already hear the opening music in my head. I love the opening mm-hmm. music. Really, oh, oh, I was excited. Yes. I don't even know what to expect there. Is it a band? Is it a, well? Don't tell it's, me. Uh, oh, no, it's like a little keyboardy. Do 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 do. It's almost That's like the movie good. just started. Yeah, yeah. You like that? Yeah. yeah, from memory. That's totally from memory. But you wow. guys, do you know what? I'm, and, How'd you do that with your mouth? <laughs> 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 well, Ibit is someone who's like basically my exact age. I'm right about this, right? right. This movie was like a big whoop. Oh, it was. Yeah. Everybody, like uh, you know, it, everybody saw this, or everybody who saw it 
said it was the coolest thing ever. And if you didn't see it, you weren't cool. Yeah. And a uh, huge cult thing. Uh, yeah. But I like it so much. It's probably yeah. Not hold right. I was I was one of the few that that didn't care for it then. So I can't wait to see if I like it more now. All right. Well, we'll find out next week right here on Film Sack, The Adventures of Buck Rubanzai again on Prime Video. Across uh, the eighth dimension. You keep forgetting that yeah, part. Oh. The full title. Yeah. All right, fine. Put a call in the unbearable there. lightness of unbearable <laughs> <laughs> lightness. Some kind of Charlie Kaufman. Is anything what the Birdman title is? <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Of stuff like that. Nailed it. Uh, so in the meantime, please visit us on our website, filmsack.com. There you'll find this archive feed I was talking about. And don't worry, each episode has the correct description. You can go check that out. And do bookmark quicksack.ly. It's a very helpful little thing to find out if we've seen a movie or not before you recommend it to us. Or if you're just curious about stuff we've seen before. It's a fun little database. And a big thanks to Bombats for making it. Or Bombats, not Bombats. <laughs> He's a Bombat. He's a Bombat. Uh, I don't get this plutonium back to the lab. They're going to have my Bombats. Yeah, they're going to have my Bombats. <laughs> uh, we, we can uh, be emailed at filmsack at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at filmsack. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I never miss. We'll see you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>